Why, hello there, everybody, and welcome to Dyson with Death. Ryan, how are you doing this fine Wednesday afternoon? I'm doing well. Mm -hmm. Enjoying the summer sunshine. It's a little warm. I've got the best of both worlds. I'm safely indoors in front of my computer screen, but I've got I've got a a screen door next to me, letting in an appropriate amount of fresh air and sunlight. Mm, How nice! Not excessive. That's that's quite wonderful. How is the weather up there in Washington? Good. I think it's not as hot as down where you are. It's taking all our unbearable summer heat. Yeah, it's not so bad in Santa Barbara. It's in like the 80s here, so that's reasonable. That's about what it is here. Uh, Southern California is in the 90s and 100s. I think Palm Springs is 120. Uh, Fahrenheit, of course. Which is like 33. That's it. Sorry, a little more than that. Maybe closer to 40. 48. 48? I don't believe you. 120 Fahrenheit is 48.8 repeating Celsius. Wow, that's hot. Yeah, that's hot. It's real hot. Um, But thankfully we're not living in Palm Springs because why would you ever want to live in Palm Springs ever? Um, But yeah. So you guys may have noticed there was no recap today. And that is because our dearly beloved recap crew, Layla and Chris, are off in South Africa doing cool stuff and the internet down there is apparently not good enough for them to upload a recap but they have assured us well not fully assured but they have um, hopefully we'll be able to make a new recap for next week uh but i don't think layla and chris get quite enough appreciation for the amazing recaps they do so in lieu of them not being here why don't you all in chat give them a nice round of applause for the work that they actually do for us because they are the real heroes of the show not georg or myself <laughs> Excuse me, I'm the villain. Let's let's be real. Well, that's why they're the heroes. <laughs> and you're the villain of the villain, which I don't I don't know what that makes you. A twisted, demented god. Yeah. Yeah. The, the extra dimensional villain that Georg worships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. But we we applaud them when they're not here, and then. Well, yeah. we could don't probably do more. Got till it's gone. Neil assured me that he would give us a, a recap in his in his sexiest uh, British accent. Ah, oh, yes. So, I'm just kidding. You don't actually have to do that. But I, thought I don't I'd know if I can do a female voice happens. and a British accent at the same time. I could get you one or the other. Yeah. And I think it would be your great. only female accent is like the Southern Belle. Well, I do declare, Ryan, that last week on Dawson with Death. Gail got himself into all kinds of trouble. Hmm. Okay, we're done. Okay. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Um, so, did we? What did happen last week? Uh, lots of shit, actually. Most of it was um, fertility troubles with the Baron. Oh. The main problem with the Baron's new wife before they're even before they've even tried. They're already trying to make the kids come as quickly as possible yeah wedding has not even happened and they are already talking about making the baby that love potion was effective the love potion was effective so very uh, effective guys baron song sends georg in search of the witch of the wilds who supposedly has the power to create life Mm -hmm. Um, i track her down to the hidden valley 
I guess not track her down. That's where I was told that she was. <laughs> I'm not even really expecting there to be a witch in the wild, thinking it might just be a rumor that Ivan Poovin uh, has leaked out to keep, keep his privacy. But nope, there is indeed a hag that lives up at the, at the lake in the Hidden Valley. And I made some sort of dark deal with said woods witch and agreed to escort her back to Misty Rapids to consult with the Baron and his newly betrothed. Um, a few notable encounters. We bumped into Tyrus Bellows in Shirebrook, passed through Thornwood unharassed, and made it home, where the hag proceeded to fuck everyone and fuck everything up. She, I think she did successfully impregnate the Baron's wife. I, I think she successfully impregnated herself. Uh, she worked up quite an appetite after all this, and instead of uh, satisfying herself on a sandwich, she proceeded to eat uh, Kel Greller and his boyfriend and left a huge bloody mess of my heart. Uh-huh. In all of our hearts. Uh-huh. And I think that's about where we wrapped up. Is um, there, there any side plots during that quest that uh, are... Yeah, there was a few more no. things. You started work on your water clock. Sure. Um, yeah. In order to appease the young new priestess of Tempos. And yes, indeed. Vanessa showed up saying Vanessa. that there was a the message that from... Uh, one of Lady Annabelle's, well, two Lady Annabelle Redshield's cousin signed from your cousin, but there's another cousin that it could have been, and it's about a party that's happening on the full moon, which is in like three and a half weeks. So there's yes. some possible so that, clues about where Annabelle Redshield might live. So that, yeah, that leads in pretty well, I think, to today's session. So that's probably what I'll mostly be following up on, aside from my endless studying. Mm-hmm. Um, is heading probably east to Thornwood to see if uh, Castilian, Lady Castilian, has any any insight into where this party might be held. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Did we miss All anything, right. chat? Uh, no, I think that's everything. So, uh, let's hop into game. You are in the keep. <laughs> Yes, there's actually a bunch that I have on my downtime agenda, but I don't know that we'll get to any of it. Mm-hmm. So you're probably planning to kill me. Um, I am researching water breathing. Yes. Um, I don't know how much I can do simultaneously, but I'd also like to learn the Seek the Tiny Hut spell or whatever it's called, that third level. Lamont's Tiny Hut? Yeah, Conjure Conjure a hideout or whatever. Okay, so you clubhouse, can summon summon clubhouse. So you can work on you can do two things at a time because each takes about eight hours. So if you focus really hard and spend sixteen hours a day on being productive, an hour on day of food, and seven hours a day on sleep, you can do two things at once. So you can do water clock, water breathing, or Lamun's tiny hut, or any combination of those. Mm-hmm. And I've also got empty proficiency slots that I've never filled, and I have thought about that. those. Um, so I feel like I'm probably, I get an etiquette proficiency out of this whole 
whatever you'd call it with the Baron. Mm -hmm. And I'll probably, and I think I want to take another crafting proficiency. There's some, there's like glass, there's like glass blowing, glowing and book binding as I suspected in spells and magic, I think. Yes. Um, I don't know that we need to, I don't know. That's so something you would like to learn? Yeah, and I have stuff? two spare, two empty non-weapon proficiency slots that are dead weight, so. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. That's something that we can start working on for you, but again, two out of three. Well, I guess now two out of four. I, I mean, I feel like those have already been worked on. I mean, you can award them whenever or it can become relevant whenever. But okay. You wanted bookbinding and what? Uh, I didn't say book. No, probably etiquette, oh, etiquette. which is in PHP. And then I, I, I was thinking glass blowing. Hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know if you are what you think of these extra proficiencies. Like if they're even worth doing. Yeah, I'm down with them. If you want to get glass blowing, that seems legit. There's also so maybe we'll hold off on that. Well, we'll we'll see. I mean, I imagine it'll be a little while to start practicing that, expanding the workshop, but. Uh, yeah, you can get a glass blowing proficiency as soon as you have the, like, a workshop in which to practice it. And I basically do. I mean, it's a, That's it's a metal smith, but it's forge. Yeah, but more or less. That's similar. pretty much the same tool uh, set of equipment that you need for glass. Blowing. Yeah, there may be a few specialty tools required, but yeah. we'll think uh, about expanding that blacksmithy. I think that's lower down on my priority list. Okay. So and. Designing the call. I think I'll do spells first. So I had spent like a day or whatever just thinking about a, a water clock, mm -hmm. um, which I don't know if that is what you were thinking. Uh, I mean, that's just like water cascades from one vessel to another, and the level of the water tells the time. That could be set up to some kind of mechanical apparatus that, like, as the water level raises with time, like a something, some some shaft goes up or turns a pulley or something, turns a clock, is probably what Georg will be designing. Okay, I've never seen a water clock before, so I've kind like of figured... It's like, the, it's like an ancient clock. Like, the simplest design would just be, like, level, like a cascading, like basically a waterfall. Oh, I see. So it's like an hourglass, but with water. Yeah. But you could, I mean, you could make those complicated. You could have some sort of... Right, and as the water level rises, there's a float in it, and as the float, yeah, you know, the thing rises. And, and then you could also have it set up so that when it reaches the top of the twelve hours, it like hits some mechanical actuator that then lets water flow back up to the top. Or I mean, I mean, you obviously need some input of power for that, but right, right, with like a water wheel or something. I mean, we've got like an endless supply of renewable resource, renewable energy in the in the rapids, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Our cool. engineer just needs to harness that. Sure. So that actually. Um, so those are those are the those are the projects I have going. I think right now I'm going to focus on the spell learning. So the uh, water breathing and what did I say? Lemon's tiny hut. Is yes. That, All right. So uh, Lemon's tiny hut is a third level spell. Yes. And I would like to set out for Thornwood ASAP, but. I'll give it a day or so to f see how these spells are going to go. Um, right, so you're doing Lamont's Tiny Hut while you're learning water breathing. Yeah, at least for as long as I'm in Misty Rapids, which... Hmm. Okay. And what's your percent chance to learn again? 80, not 85? 80. Okay. 
80% corn non-dimension spells. Cool. All right. Um, so that is the case. It is the 28th. It's a Thursday. Uh, your monthly lo- your monthly stipend will be coming in soon, as will it be your uh, living costs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how many days would you like to skip ahead? I don't know if they're in Maybe long enough to see if I get Lemon's Tiny Hut. How far away am I from water breathing? Like a week. You're getting close. Real close. It's almost there. Let me do some quick... uh, So let's... We can do like one day at a time or something. I want to take a look at the map and gauge how much time I really have. Because it'll take like a day to get to Thornwood, and then it's probably a few more days to where to north to wherever this. What was the name of the? There was so they had a sigil with like crossed wheat and a spear. Yes, the Wendland family. Wendland family, yeah. Wherever I don't even I hadn't even heard of them. Like they don't exist. They're, they're a minor family. They're not. Garrick's never heard of them before. Mm-hmm. Oh, heraldry might also be a like etiquette is probably more. More relevant. And that's kind of a stupid proficiency. I feel like it fits in with the direction the campaign is taken. So we're looking at like, oh, if it's near Rainwood, it's probably, oh, but there's no road between Thornwood and Rainwood. There's not. There's a river. Yeah, and a super horse. Super horse. Which can almost walk on water. Is that level eight? Uh, actually, maybe it's higher than that. Maybe, I think level eight is the swampy ground. Mm, okay. But if I use a soul and cast spells level eight. Okay, so we skip ahead at least. Oh, I want to identify. Oh, that's that'll put me back a day. So many things, think, so little time. Yeah. I, I think I'll wait. I want to identify uh, Demon Eye, the yeah. magic dagger. That, one of the things I, I really enjoy about this Dicing with Death campaign is how time plays a factor in these things, more so than in other campaigns. And well, I time am a dimensionalist. A, yes. Time as an economic tool is amazing. I love it. There's a reason I started at age 17. So you had all the time in the world? Mm-hmm. And then another 20 years, maybe more than that. Get my int and wisdom bonuses. So, um, we skip to the next day. Today is now the 29th of April. And Baron Song gathers uh, you and Kel Crystal and Liz, the ranger, the aged ranger who... Really, he sends for Liz. Uh, and he got so I'm, I'm I notified like morning of because stuff. I'll have to send a letter to her, and she'll probably take all damn day to get here. Nope, she he tells you morning of, and she arrives later that day. He has set mm-hmm. these things in motion without telling you guys. Okay, uh, but he brings his council together in the war room, and looks over all of you guys, and says, "We have been without a sheriff for too long." No one has provided any useful or reasonable suggestions. 
and a young boy, youngish boy, has volunteered for the position. His name is Darren. He is the son of one of the Red Smiths in town. He has little to no fighting experience or management skills. But he has a good head on his shoulders and he is literate. So you said Lance, the. No, the, uh. What the hell's her name? I didn't even. Liz. 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 Okay, you were saying he. Darren Wait. is the new sheriff. Okay, I've never even heard of this guy. No, right? never heard of him. Okay. A little surprised, but I stay silent and let Lord Song keep talking. He looks around the table, see if anyone has any comments. No one does. He says, all right, there is no input from my council members. Then I had no need to gather is, any of you here. I like look around. Is there is the is this Darren even here? He's not here. Do you have something to say, Carl? Um, <clears throat> I'm certainly not an expert in this in matters of the sword. Perhaps. How Crystal would weigh in? In fact, I don't even know this Sir Darren. He's not a knight. I think my face looks even more perplexed and confused as I looked at Cal Crystal to see if she, I mean, like, I try to invite her to give her input. But she. She kind of shakes her head when you bring her up, bring her up. And she says, I have very little time to investigate things in town. I rarely leave the keep. Never heard of this boy, but I would be happy to give him a combat test, my lord. To which Baron Song uh, nods and says, He is coming over later today for an official ceremony. You may test his abilities then. Each of you may interview him before the ceremony goes, and if there if you have any problems with this appointment or know of any reason why he should not be appointed let me know. It would do good to make sure he is loyal to us, he says, looking directly at Carl. I nod. Have I already memorized spells for the day? Uh, you can go ahead and pick up now. Okay, I would like to learn no alignment instead of my usual conceal alignment, so for today, the amulet will be Radiating, radiating its usual chaotic evil vibes. Okay. Um, otherwise, everything else is pretty standard. Do you feel like a rundown or want that list? Uh, yeah, can you do a quick rundown verbally for chat? Yeah, I've got like reduce, detect magic, color spray, feather fall, burning hands, uh, deep pockets, displace self, no alignment, ESP, blink, lightning bolt, phantom steed, and two dimension doors. Got to get the more fourth level spells. Okay. Uh, um. So yeah, I guess whenever this kid shows up, I'll do my uh, my usual. 
Sure. You can uh, go back to unsolicited your, surveillance. You can go back to your surveillance. Your typical studying. Mm-hmm. Um, Crystal, you know, does a little bit of battling with him, and then escorts him to you for your interview. Uh, so she like brings him by the by the workshop. Yeah, I'm probably like reading in the workshop or something like that. When it's two nights of the day in, to be locked in my closet. When she comes in, uh, she brings with her this relatively tall, like almost six feet, not quite, uh, and standardly built human male. He's like 160-something pounds, 5'11". He looks to be definitely older than you, probably by a decade or so. Uh, he's got like this broad smile on his face. He seems like he's so happy to be here and to be opening offered yeah. this job. So I, I glance at him to like gauge his um, I to like get that first impression but then I actually go back to my I pretend I'm reading my book but I'm actually casting spells so I like I like oh thank you thank you Cal uh, it'll be just a moment and so I, I like say it like, it'll be just a moment with my head buried back in my book aside from the first glance I'll cast ESP first, so I'll like as I'm as I'm pretending to read my book, I'm uttering arcane words, pull out a copper coin, which I twirl around and it disappears. And then I will cast detect or no alignment. So I'll two minutes of, of this awkward chanting. Uh, when you look up at him with after Has Kel uh, Crystal left? Yeah, she's left. Yeah, so he just, yeah, so he was just standing there. Awkwardly, did he say I, anything? Did he interrupt? He he said cool trick when the coin disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um, I like totally like that was the first spell. And actually, after that was cast, I will get a. I'll start. I'll be reading his thoughts. Um, but I keep ignoring him. Uh, cast my no alignment. Okay. Uh, what is he thinking while I'm casting the second spell? This is so cool. I actually get to be <laughs> sheriff. Oh my god! I get to hang out with knights and wizards. Ah, dream come true. Grumble, grumble. Um, fuck it, might as well put on the Truth Seer ring as well. <laughs> All right. All right, so no alignment goes off. Mm-hmm. I put on the ring, slam the book closed, um, and immediately just like turn and make eye contact with the kid and go from totally ignoring him to super intense and over the course of however many seconds it takes to roll for initiative. We don't actually need to roll for initiative. No. no. <laughs> uh, very next round. What is what alignment is this kid? And this is not the same as like a detect evil, where it's like, it's, I think it's still, I think it still detects alignment regardless if they're so you can be a zero zeroth level evil guy, zeroth level lawful evil or whatever. Right. So still have an alignment even if you're not like an evil soul or whatever, damned to hell. Right. So it works regardless of level. Right. Mm-hmm. Unless he's unaligned, which I think would be rare. I think it's unaligned objects reveal nothing. So I, right. but I think... Creatures I actually have to be stationary and concentrate on the subject for two full rounds. It's a lot of saving throw versus spell. Cool. So, yeah, you cast so I like stand up and give him the stare down as I like read his aura. Uh, oh. You get back lawful good. 
Oh God. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Um, his ESP. Let me know if the ESP yields anything interesting. He's just really happy and really excited to be here. Um, he seems like naively uh, impressed by you. Yeah. So okay. So I extend a hand. I'm like, it's it's Aaron. Yes. Yes. Uh, you, you must be the, the famous Arc Carl. I, I'm so happy to be working with you. I, I know I'll be yes, working in the it's... town and not out here at all, but but it, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I've, I've heard so much about you. Yes, it's good to meet you. Are you from Misty Rapids? Mm-hmm. Born and raised. My my father's the blacksmith. Well, one of the, the redsmiths in town, actually. Ah, uh, then I suppose you were right at home here. And I, like, gesture to my to the workshop that we're standing in. He nods. I... I didn't know that you worked out of a smithery. I, I, I kind of figured a wizard would be locked away in a library, but this is pretty cool. Do you do you <clears throat> use all these things for ma- making spells? Some of these things, and in some metals, magic is woven. I like lean on against my staff, which is totally non-magical, but looks badass. Mm-hmm. He looks impressed. I, I, before taking up this this position, this great honor of a position, uh, I worked as an apprentice in my father's shop. So if you, you know, ever need a hand, I'd be happy to help out. Well, I think you'll be more than busy. You'll find yourself more than busy with your new duties as sheriff. Congratulations. I think it will greatly benefit the, the Lord's house to have well, a local boy on in charge of things. He smiles. Who better to lead the people than one of them? You know, I figure as long as we're on the right side of the gods, it should be good. Although I'm afraid I probably won't be fighting any chimeras soon. <laughs> uh, I might have to leave that to you for a while. I'm, I'm still... I'm good with the hammer, he says, pulling out this war hammer that he's got by his side, which is actually like a smithing hammer that he's converted into his war hammer. Um, but, you know, I'm, I've never really killed someone before. I'm actually a little nervous about that. <clears throat> There's no need to fear. The primary job of sheriff is to keep order in town. That's that's what Baron Song told me of. And I don't expect expect any chimeras anytime soon. <laughs> you sure saw that one, man! Lightning bolt right out of the sky, zap! That was amazing. Oh, yes. Is there? Do I know where he's supposed to go next? Yeah, yeah. He just gets passed off to Baron, you know, to Liz, and then there's a, a private ceremony later. Okay. You, you don't have to do anything. You just direct him. Yeah, I guess I'm reading his mind through the whole time. I'm I'm totally unimpressed by this kid. Like I, I he doesn't even seem to have any dark secrets. That he just I don't. I guess I I get it. Like he'll he's a, he's a good local boy. It'll it's a nice PR move for the Baron. I'm seeing that, but like I'm like probing at least the surface of his mind, and it seems pretty shallow. Yeah, he's just a he's a good old farm boy who's been given job of local sheriff. Keep the peace. Mm-hmm. 
Right. I, I'll actually, uh, I guess, have you met Liz, I say, as I like start walk escorting him out of the, the smithy? Um, uh, I've seen her once, but haven't had the pleasure okay. of meeting her. So I go her to yet. start walking him to meet Liz, and I will, I will say, you mentioned the side of the gods. I, I take it you're a religious man? You into Mother Ullman's sermons? I think she's a little fancy for me, to be honest. Uh, I ESP think we all... Or his, or let me know if ESP yields any diff- conflicting information or if the ring... No, he seems to be totally honest with you. Um, okay. Uh, you know, I think Mother Ullman's a little... A little hot. I, I, look, I, I hope this isn't well, uh, poorly on me, but I don't, I don't really go to temple very often or, you know, I... I feel you worship the gods in your own personal way and and making a big show of it is just to well, it's more for the priests than for for me. Well, then this new this new priestess uh seems much more down to earth. What's her name? I, uh you did get her name at some point. Yeah, maybe I forgot it. I got 19 and you know, so I never forget. Emma. Emma. Yeah. Mother Emma. Uh, he cracks a bit of a smile. I give him a wink. Uh, and you can read his thoughts and... They are not pure. They are impure. Uh, <laughs> it seems like he has had personal experience and relationships with Mother Emma in the past. Hmm. I can pick up any more of that. I'd gladly take the rumors, but otherwise... Uh, she I lived will... down the street from him and you know they grew up together uh okay. she's actually quite a few years wait a minute no hold on i take all that back he's 11 years older than her he's in his he's 26 27 27 uh, okay no so, so you, she, you pick up impure thoughts of wow she's cute so she was I mean, she was always a kid down the street and then probably yeah. in the last couple of years she suddenly yeah yeah. she was one of like uh, when they were she, she was really little she would play with darren's younger sister mm-hmm. they're like their buddies um, yeah. um, and I will con- like in, in continuing the flow of the conversation or talk, making, making small talk about religion I was like there, and there is a temple to all the gods uh, in the east uh, in Dysak lands you know I've never actually left well I've never been more than 10 miles from town well as a sheriff your your duties will probably keep you in town most of the time but we get you further than 10 miles. I give him a pat on the back. This is Liz, the ranger, and I'm sure you two will hit it off just great. I give him the pat on the back, slip away, leaving him in the uh, decrepit presence of old Liz. Uh, yeah. You hear old Liz talking to him about ropes. <laughs> oh, rope uses. God, that could be a all the proficiencies. I want them all. I want them all. If only you had more intelligence. Uh, I, dude, I already have the, one, two, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven slots of proficiencies and two empty slots that I've acquired through leveling. Uh, did you get an extra slot for high intelligence? I got seven extra slots. You mean when I added? Does that work like that? I don't so with know the, how that makes I sense. I store a proficiency in the amulet. I think the language slots only... Yeah, I think those only work at start. It would be weird that you like put on the amulet and all of a sudden you know how to do something, then you take it off and you can't do it, and then you put I mean, it on. It, and you... 
Well, you see, that's how spells work. I mean, I could see you. I mean, I, I don't know. We can debate another time. All right, so I get back to my studies. I guess I go to this kid's. Is it a knighting ceremony or is he just getting made sheriff? Are we doing this down in the town? Uh, no, it's a private ceremony in the keep. You can attend. Uh, it's pretty short. You know, Baron Song says some words about honor and duty and loyalty. And you know, his first loyalty is to the Baron. Well, his first loyalty is to the crown. Second loyalty is to the Baron. Third loyalty is to his family. And you know, you must. You must make sure to always protect the town and things in that realm. And it's all very kind of dry and boring for you. Uh, and it's over rather quickly. You're actually surprised at how short the ceremony is. And there's there's not like a full knighting thing, but there's like a, a slap in the face and you know, don't take any more shit from anyone. Uh, and then it's over. That totally goes over my head. Like Baron Song slaps him in the face and he's like, this is the last time you'll ever get slapped in the face. Or this is the last time you should get slapped in the face mm-hmm. without doing something about it. You know, Don't be a bitch. Okay. Um, that's it. Um, then he is given a suit of leather armor that's got the bar- uh, the house song sigil on it. And mm, a, a, a coiled serpent. Yes, it is. And then he gets escorted into town by Liz and Baron Song. You're, you can go with him if you want, but then it gets shown to offices and shown around. Uh, I stay out of it. Yeah, it's pretty boring. I would, it would probably just sully his reputation if he's seen cavorting with me right off the bat. Mm-hmm. All right. So I keep my studies up. I actually, I think I'll, I should scry while I'm at this. Clairvoyances, hmm. what do I want to look at? Eh, maybe not. Let's just study. Okay. All right, I was looking at them. So it's probably, you said there's three weeks to the party. It probably will only take me a, a week to ride out there, worst case. Like even like a day ride to Thornwood, hang out in Thornwood, get the information, mm-hmm. figure out where this party is, and then a couple of days traveling north over land. And so if you want to get there in time... So if I'm going to crash, if I can, I should be able to crash the party with a week's notice at most. Yeah. So that does give me two weeks. I'll probably cut it on the safer side of it. So I'll probably hang out for a week, see if I can get my water breathing done, just so that's not something I'll need to worry about. Sure. So let's uh, skip ahead a few days then. Sounds good. Uh, Let's skip two more days. You get 200 gold from Baron Song for your employment. Oh, it's a new month? Yeah. Ah, fuck. Uh, So I get 200 and I owe 350? Yes. All right, so I have, let's see. Uh, all right. Good to go. Are you you're using a different uh, expenses calculation for hardcore heroes? Uh, I don't think they're playing a level scale, they're paying level scaled cost of living, are they? Is that because they don't have research endeavors i don't like, remember what our like i don't think i'm paying 50 gp per character level 
I think that's what they are supposed to be paying to. Okay, I don't think they have been. I, mean, yeah, uh, I think we not, were doing that. Not to, and then not to we, be a tattletale. No, we, we changed it around, and to be honest, I completely forgot what how we qualified their new expenses. And yeah. so they've been giving me expenses, and I've just been like, yep, that's what we agreed on, and kind of like okay. letting it pass because I trust them. I, think, I mean, I think fighters are just straight up 50, and thieves too, or whatever it is. But I think spellcasters, it scales with level to include cost of research and whatnot. Hmm. I guess it doesn't even include, because you pay separately for research. But... I don't think it does scale for different classes. I think all classes, it's 50 GP. Oh, I think I know what it is, is that it's the standard of living that's different. So you are living in a pretty... There's a, a monthly DMG. If you want a, a good quality standard living, you pay 50 GP for spell level. But if you want like a crappy standard living, you can just pay like 20 GP straight up. Yeah, but if you're not living well, you can't research spells, I think is what it is. Right. So there's the lifestyle is squalid, poor, middle class, and wealthy. Middle class is 50 GP per level. Wealthy is 200 GP per level. Mm-hmm. Uh, squalid and poor are three and five respectively. Okay. So I think, I think you can't, a, a and you you can't do a lot of extra class options if you are not living at least middle class. Is that what it is? I don't think so. I, I feel think like there's something like about like needing to be middle class to be engaging in spell research and because you do spell posts. research separately. If you okay. want to live a poor or squalid lifestyle, <laughs> you can. I'm it's an just arc means, mage. Like, crappier clothes and people don't respect you as much. I, excuse me, I have the finest robes in all of the kingdom. Well, that's why you're paying 50 GP per month. I paid separately for those robes, by the way. Well, you know, you're going to get nickeled and dimed over every little thing. <laughs> it's a rough world okay. out there. In the free market. I, I'm willing to skip like up to a week to get some spells in my back pocket. Sure. Um, um, I'll feel more comfortable traveling if I've got that. All right, so pay out your expenses, and then yep, we're going to skip did. ahead three days. Mm-hmm. And on Tuesday, I guess two days... Tuesday, you learn both water breathing and Lamun's tiny hut. Nice. Can you double those? dosage oh. of spells. Ooh, I think I'll wind up ditching a dimension door for another third level spell, because my third level spells are getting good. Water breathing. So do I just need to keep that memorized 24-7 in case Mother Olman decides to try and drown me in the river? <laughs> uh, we'll just see how that goes. Okay, I will add them to your sheet. And I'll, I'll have to play that out somewhat sneakily, because if I just, like, go underwater for a couple of hours, they'll just think I'm undead. I've got to make it look like a miracle, but not, like, a suspicious amount of miracle. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it plays out. Okay. Tiny Hut, is it? Yeah. Leoman's Tiny Hut. Leland's? Leoman. Leomond. Leomond. Leomond's super secret clubhouse. Wow. No girls allowed. Our characters have cool names like Leomond or Morton Kitan. Hmm? Or Bigsby. <laughs> I had a Bigsby. Had. What about Melf? Or Maximilian? Or. What about Georg? Lorlovims. Avard. Do you think that these are like characters that people had played once upon a time, and then when they came I, around making my, second edition, I don't, they, I don't have any confirmation. My interpret or my, I always assumed that they were characters that like the the authors had played during the testing. Makes sense to me. Or like played historically and wanted to name after something. Mm-hmm. 
Like if we were play, if we were play testing a game, we totally like and like figuring out how spell research works. You know, you totally make a new spell that shoots an acid arrow and name it after either your wizard character that first writes it. Yes, Georg's hand of soul sucking. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So that cool. time is passed. We can stop the creepy music. Um, that I is even, if I. Day. Now, chat has me scared, so I feel like I need, like, three lightning bolts at all times. But in theory, I could memorize, like, two phantom steeds and a lemon's tiny hut and just make such progress at overland movement. You could get pretty far. Such, such progress so far. Mm -hmm. 14 hours at movement rate 28. Oh, God. Uh... So you, it's like, it'd be like two. It'd be like two days in one, right? That'd be forty-eight miles. Uh, no, that'd be fifty-six miles a day. Mm -hmm. And then just hide in my hut and rememorize spells the next. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Uh, um, so, we if there's nothing else you want to do that day, we're gonna skip ahead another couple of days. It is now Thursday uh, the 5th. Um, you and Baron Song. I, okay, I need a bunch of small crystal beads. Do I buy those? This, this could be something I would make with my glass blowing. But small crystal beads? Yet. Small crystal beads. Are you looking to up to the price for that? Yes, I am. Also, do you have any new spells you want to start working on? Uh, no. Okay. At least not for now. I think I'm about to hit the road. Beads, uh, crystal beads, right? Yep. They are six copper each. Okay. They are uncommon, which means there's a sixty percent chance of them being available here. They are available here. You can okay. buy as many as you want. Um, I'll buy ten for now. Okay. Uh, you said there's six copper each. Yeah. Six times ten is six. Yeah, I'll just do six silver. Okay. Um, okay. All right, and I would like to see Lord Song. Did you say he called on me, though? Uh, no, I was going to say there's a, a time where you guys are having dinner, and there was a conversation okay. that we are going to role play. Okay. Um, does he start? Or, I mean, I was going to tell him that I have water breathing. Oh, well, you can tell him right now at the start of dinner. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been deep in my studies, drowning, if you will. <clears throat> I have devised an incantation to <clears throat> uh, postpone said side effects. I can breathe underwater. I see. Well then, I recommend you go into town and uh, have a little encounter with Mother Ullman. <clears throat> How I look around, are there people? Yeah, you guys are at dinner with the Concerned. with Kel Crystal and a bunch of the foot soldiers. I I lean in so that hope I mean someone trying to eavesdrop might be able to hear, but keep it reasonably private. How does how do these purifications usually go down? Uh, well, 
woman leads a group of people down to the river, and they hold the person to be purified underwater until they stop thrashing about. And then how, they bring them how up. How long should I thrash for? Like three minutes at most. Maybe oh. four if you want to make an exceptional display. So ten hours would be overkill. <laughs> He gives you a rare laugh. Yes, yes, 10 hours would be overkill. I nod very well. Um, okay. Okay, I guess that seems like a more direct plan at least. Better than like memorizing the water breathing spell and keeping it in my back pocket for weeks until she happens to demand purification again. So okay. uh, dinner continues and you notice Baron's song during dinner is is drinking a lot, like a lot, a lot. Um, and after Kel Crystal is dismissed and the other fighters are dismissed and the servants are coming cleaning up, uh, mm-hmm. he seems to be kind of be talking to you and not really giving you an appropriate exit point. And uh-huh. He's clearly getting kind of drunk. Which is fine. Like, can I guess, like, does it seem like he's trying to, like, he's dealing with something and is trying to repress sad emotions with, with booze, like he's going through some shit and does yeah. he seem like he needs to talk to me about it? Something's definitely going on. Uh, uh, and eventually... Garrick stays pleasant and receptive. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I hang after out. After a while, but not but he's... Yeah. Fairly intoxicated here. I think this is the shit Greller used to have to used to listen to. <laughs> uh, and at some point, he's you know, the, I can't find an appropriate soundtrack for this. It's not as not the usual spooky song. No, I can't find a, a drunken song for <laughs> this. Right? Bump, 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 you know, you're new here, relatively new, and you don't know what happened four years ago. Dude, you, you don't know how I became Baron, how I inherited all this at such a young age. Truth be told, I have been curious, but... But you never asked. That's why I like you, Carl. You never... You never ask any questions. You just do what you're told. You're a loyal man, and loyalty is the most important thing in life. My father had a loyal subject once. Or maybe not, I don't know. He was poisoned, murdered. Your never, father? Yes. Never, never knew who did. Told me such. Always wondered how how he died. My mother found him dead in their bedroom, poisoned. Never figured it out. You don't know how he died, do you? And your time and space and dimensions you don't have it you don't know do you know how he died do you can you see the past can you scry upon events from four years past 
tentatively. It shouldn't be, but moving forward and backward in time is not as simple as moving forward and backward in space. I have discovered that, well, when we leave this world, there is a small trace of the thread which links us to our astral spirit. It remains Save the tied at the for end. Think of, it, think, of as, think of it as a piece of twine that that is that is snapped. But there's still there's still the knot on this plane of existence. So what are you telling me? That that my father's all knotted up somewhere? Oh well, surely he is. If if you can point me to the knot, I can at least. What does that mean? See. What is a knot? Well, it's just a shred of his of his astral thread. I can glimpse, but maybe a minute into the end of his life. You understand that no one understands what you're saying. <laughs> uh, they just nod their heads and go along with you. You you speak in rhymes and riddles like a gnome. <laughs> I I do speak gnomish. Uh, if you have any. How was your father buried? Or was he... He's out in the barrows. Um, That's how the last captain of the guard died before Greller. He's out in the the barrows. Fight off those gargoyles that showed up. Trying to... So Greller wasn't with you long. Visit my father's tomb. Gargoyles ripped him to shreds. And then you came along. Like that, you, you you killed the gargoyles that 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 killed our. I don't. Can you add past life to my spell list? Oh, is it not there? Nope. Adding it to your spell list. Um. Was there more to those gargoyles than I was than than I know? In this, in the spirit of just closing things, I know you just praised me for not asking questions, but uh, these barrels are a great curiosity. I don't know how the hell they got there. <laughs> Dark times are coming, so everyone says. <clears throat> Dark times are here, my lord. Right. Tis. Nobles like you that keep them at bay, keep the darkness to the tether wilds and civilizations safe behind our walls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, all right, past. Do I need? So, what you're telling? What are you telling me that if we go visit my father's tomb, you can, you can see his whole life story. You can find out who killed him. I told you just just his last link to this to this world. I might gaze upon his death, but if he was poisoned, he probably well, I shrug who knows. Do I know not your traditions. I I would need to uh touch your father's remains. Is such a thing taboo? Touch his whole body. There ain't nothing left of it but worms and bones. 
Well, I guess there's no worms or bones. It's all desiccated flesh. It's buried in a sarcophagus. I don't think it's been open since he died. It's buried, you say? Just in, in a barrows. You can open a gate. By the way, I've right taken on. my earring off. Yeah, yeah, that's way off. Long ago, yeah. yeah. It's way gone. Well, here. There's a key around here somewhere. I think it's up in my my father's bedroom. My bedroom. You can probably go into the crypt. <sighs> he like slowly gets up and clearly yeah. fairly intoxicated. I, yeah, I help him. Up. Actually, I teleport us both upstairs. I think I can. Using dimension door? Yeah, he'll probably hate that, but maybe he'll be drunk and he won't even realize it happened. Just be, How did we get to my bedroom? So you're supposed to be disoriented coming out of dimension door, Yeah, it right? takes a minute, but he's drunk already. Yeah, as long as he's under 250 pounds, I'll just, like, I'll, like, extend a hand to, like, steady him, mm -hmm. and in an utterance, we, like, teleport into his room. There's no one else in the Great Hall at this point, right? Other servants moving dishes. I'm pouring wine. So, so there's no one, no one of consequence. No, <laughs> no, no one of consequence, just plebs. Yeah, and, but, with, uh, but an utterance. Casting time one verbal spell, we find ourselves in his room. He's reeling for him around. All right. I think between his drunkenness and the disorientation of the spell, he, I think he just goes down to the bed, over. right? Yeah. He just, <laughs> oh, he pukes? Yeah, just pukes all over the floor. <laughs> what? That's not supposed to happen. Well, he, he was drunk already. I mean, imagine being drunk and then hopping on like a, a roller coaster. <laughs> You're a bastard. You know that? Yeah. I lay, hopefully he just goes to bed. Uh, no, he kind of feels better after puking. Um, <laughs> sticks his head out a door and calls for a servant to deal yeah. with it. And takes you over to a bookshelf. <laughs> Pukes again in the corner. Um, and then hands you a key. Oh my god. And then, like, stumbles into bed while, servant, while three servants come and start mopping up his puke. <laughs> That is not as badass as I anticipated. Are there? There's a. There's a. Is the bed servant already here? And where is Lady Dysek? Uh Lady Dysek is back in her territory. Mm -hmm. uh, the you haven't seen the bed slave since Lady dissek has been around. And she didn't show up in the dungeons, correct? I have been down there. She's not in the dungeons. And I think like there's no like body shoot, right? How they? How would they? How do they get bodies out of the castle? Someone has to carry it out. Okay, and I, so I haven't seen anyone carrying any any dead bodies out. No, no. All right. <clears throat> All right, I walk back to my own to my little study and get some sleep. Okay. Um, we can just go ahead and skip to the next day. Yeah. In lieu of. Um, I, today is the, I should tell you today is the new moon so in two weeks and one day the full moon party will be happening okay so in lieu of ESP I'll memorize past life and head out first thing in the, uh, and then instead of dimension door I'm going to memorize lemon's tiny hut actually no sorry water breathing, water breathing 
and I will head out to the Barrows first thing in the morning atop my phantom steed. So I conjure my phantom steed, cast my deep pockets, cast my conceal alignment, and head out to the Barrows. I know where the, the tomb. I know where the tomb is, right? I came in there through the secret entrance. Uh, that is one of the tombs. That might actually be. I don't think that's the. Tomb. That wasn't I think his that's father. His grandfather's tomb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but if you look around in there, you'll find it eventually. Okay. Just making notes. All right, so you make your way to the Barrows and come across, eventually after poking around for a little bit, you find the tomb. The tomb of the former Baron. The yeah, what was his Baron. name? Doran? What was his name? <laughs> Darren is the new kid. The, the new... Yeah, what was what, what was the form, the late Lord Song's name? Oh. So, that's what... Kurvin mentioned it just the other day because because he had that was the song he was familiar with. Kurvin um, might actually have given an incorrect name. I think I winged it and then I remembered the actual okay. name later. Uh, Baron Songs. Been, the older Baron Songs name is Troll. Trowel. T R A U L. Trowel. Trowel. Okay. So I read this upon his birthstone or on his deathstone, mm-hmm. <laughs> his tombstone. Yes. Is it just a, ma- a burial mound with a tombstone on it? It's not. It's, a tomb. No, it's a burial mound with a gate that goes into like okay. a little sarcophagus area, like all the other uh, yeah. barrows. So I unlock it and hope this one doesn't have a wraith inside or whatever. Nope, that's it. Any secret doors? Nope. Well, not that you can see yet. Do you search for secret doors? Of course. And I am. I'll actually cast detect magic, and I am immune to first level illusions. Ooh, uh, there are no first level illusions. You detect no secret or hidden passages or doors, um, and, and no there's no magic radiating from inside here. I open the sarcophagus. Inside is the desiccated body of the former Baron. He is dressed in fine clothes and actually has a bit of jewelry on him that's probably worth a few hundred gold, um, but it would be wrong to steal it. Uh, his skin is pulled tight against the skeleton underneath. The hair looks long and wiry where you can see it coming out of its roots. Um, Well, I lay my fingers upon his forehead and cast a past life spell. And on that note, why don't we take our first break? We'll see you guys on the other side. Bye-bye. Why, hello everybody and welcome back to Dicing with Death. Carl, you are touching the late Baron Song. The dead Baron Song. Yes. The late Baron Song. I'm not just touching him for the hell of it. I am casting a past life spell. Ah, right, right. Okay, cool. You cast past life, and your vision swims before your eyes. You see through time, space, back to an event a Baron, the current Baron Song has told you was four years ago. You see a bedroom. A familiar looking bedroom? Very familiar looking bedroom. It's organized a little differently, but same, same. A woman in her late 40s comes in and hands you a glass of wine, which you drink. 
She then walks. Do I, didn't you, do I recognize the woman at all? No. Uh, she walks behind a changing wall and begins to undress. You can see her gown gets tossed over the top of it. Of and course, then, there's a changing wall between. Yeah. Uh, you see your hand and body shifting to the side of the bed and drawing a short sword from underneath the bed. You get up and start moving towards the wall before stopping and collapsing onto your knees. Your hands in front of you, the sword spins out to the side. Uh, Blood splatters on the ground mixed with probably puke. And out from behind the wall comes a woman, half-dressed, with a large, discolored spot on the inside of her right knee. She gives a bit of a smile at you as you look up at her and says, He is your son. As everything begins to fade out and your head hits the ground, the vision swims before you. You can't tell if it's the spell ending or the the life ending of the person. Uh, And then you snap back to the barrow. Hmm, the most interesting. Who is this woman? You said I don't recognize her, so it's not, not Lady Red Shield, not Lady Dysack. Nope. Uh, would I, I don't know, would I know what the lady song, what his wife would have looked like? Yeah, there are probably portraits of her hanging up. This looks like the late lady song. It does. It does. He is your son. Is that is that Noken, or is there another? The the wife is not in here as well, is she? Is the lady song buried beside him, or is this the only? This is the only sarcophagus in the tomb. There is a second sarcophagus. Mm-hmm. Side I don't have a side. I don't have a second spell, but perhaps another day. Who? I think that raises more questions than it answers. Don't know how she died, or when she died? He said she died shortly after. Was my impression, but it wasn't clear how. Well, I put. Seal the sarcophagus back up. There weren't any insignia. I mean, I guess I already know, I'm already assuming that she was the lady song, but I didn't see any like house sigil on her that would confirm like was her house colors. Uh, no, the clothes she was wearing were nice, fancy, noble clothes, but there was nothing specifically songy about them. Mm-hmm. Why did he? Did he seem to go for the sword as the poison was kicking in? Like he, he collapsed and went, or he no, was... No, it, it was more she walked behind the wall mm-hmm. and then he like reached out of bed. Like he was going to murder her, but she got to him with the poison first. I think that's your impression. Yeah. <sighs> well, I'll lock the tomb up for today. I don't have any more past lives. 
I will return to my phantom steed and ride back to the castle. Okay. To the keep. You make it back to the keep. Everything is going about its business like usual. Yeah. Now the question that Georg's been pondering on his horse ride is do I tell the current Lord's song that his mother murdered his father? I'm gonna go see Batman. I'll go have a conversation with him and gauge his his reaction. Uh, you find Baron Song in bed and <laughs> sleeping off his hangover. Yep. Uh, one of the servants is in the room, uh, bringing him some soup or taking away some soup dishes from him. He sees you approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, gives a bit of a scowl. What do you want, Georg? Are you here to perform more witchcraft on my stomach? I'll have you know it has been nearly a decade since I have hurled. I apologize, my lord. Interdimensional folding can be quite hard on No, no, the witchcraft is done for the day. I like to look around, are there servants? Uh, the last one has just left. Yeah, I, I like glare, at, give, the, give them the get out of here look as they leave the room. They get out and shut the door behind them. <clears throat> I visited your father's tomb today, paid my respects. He seems very uncomfortable. I. Like, he doesn't. You know, like he told you something last night and you're bringing it up this morning. He's like, shit, I didn't, damn it, that was. <laughs> yeah, that's, I just, I. Just, I... How that goes. I know sometimes that when we are in our cups, we say things that we don't mean. So I Spit suppose it up, I give you a... End this quickly. I, I mean to give you a chance now that you are sober to rethink the questions you had asked and if you truly and ask yourself if you truly wish to know the answers of course i wish to know i would find the person who murdered my father and burn them live well i slowly or with hot coals we might have to build a brazen bull could you do that i My lord, it is, it is. I pause for a second, like weighing, weighing this man, seeing if he truly, like he says, he, I guess he says he wants to hear it. Speak up. It was, it was your mother. My mother murdered my father. With a glass of poisoned wine. Now, as I said, I only saw but a glimpse. It is possible that another poisoned the wine and she was merely the deliverer. But, well, 
Are you familiar with Occam's razor? In any case, the gist of it is that the simplest explanation is usually Yes, I'm was certain it was it was her. Is there a picture of her in this in this room? Not in this room, in the hallway. You can find one. Would I have did I pass it on the way up? Mm-hmm. And I can double check that it was that yeah. it was her? Uh, they look a lot alike. If mm-hmm. it wasn't her, it was someone who was looked very similar, maybe a, a sister or a cousin or something. Oh, hold on then. I mean, they look a lot alike, but you know, yeah. paintings are never perfect, especially medieval paintings. I never met your mother, so unless there were a twin or a doppelganger, I'm certain it was her. And tell me, Arc Georg. Why would my mother murder my father? This, you may treat this as a rhetorical question, but how well did you know their relationship? Your, your father, in his last breath, went for a blade, I think before the poison even began to kick in. Now you're telling me my father tried to murder my mother, but my mother poisoned him first. <clears throat> Maybe Mother Ullman was right about you. Well then, I suppose we'll have to scrub out all these impure thoughts and... My mother died a few weeks after my father in a riding accident with Kel Crystal. Perhaps it was hasty of me to jump immediately to blame your mother. It is possible that uh, that someone else poisoned the wine. That your father felt this poison in his veins and assumed as I have, that he had been betrayed. Hmm. He says nothing else. Uh, I, as I'm, I, before I leave, I'll actually say there. <clears throat> actually, no, no, I think I'm gonna, I'm, considering how poorly received this was, I'm gonna investigate the, uh, this other son okay. before shedding the light. I will leave, and I will actually take the key to the to the chamber to the whatever with me. I'm like unless he asks for it. He does not ask for I'll it. The key to the to the chambers. And I will head into town, into Misty Rapids. You arrive in Misty Rapids. Are you on your dark demon horse? I am. You come into town, 
Uh, and right along the road is that Temple of Purification. Yeah, oh, and I, I passed by the main temple first. Uh, well, guess... uh, let's take a look at the... Right. Oh, okay, I come out between the two. Yeah, I think you come out closer okay. to the Purification Temple. Yeah, on my way into town, I will cast my Water Breathing Spell. Yeah, you come in right alongside I the need temple. to root up a piece of straw, which conceivably can be found in... You can in get the grass some. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I show up right at the Temple of Purification. Mm-hmm. I'm not actually sure what my plan is. Rustle up some trouble and get tossed in the river. Well, you see coming in that there's someone, the Temple of Purification has that wall around it and a mm-hmm. watchtower sticking out of a, the northwest corner. So do I know, do you want to roll the d4 for water breathing or should I? Is it? It's one hour per level plus one d4 hours. Not that it will matter, but just. Uh, I will roll it. Okay, so seven hours, seven plus d4 hours. Right. D4 plus seven hours. Okay. Um, so coming in, you notice that there is a person in the watchtower, and at the temple. At the temple of purification. This is the far end of the watchtower, isn't it? Uh, right. You're on the opposite corner, but it's still well above everything, and it can see out over a large distance, so mm-hmm. that distance doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you make for the main road, stepping out from within the temple are a whole bunch of acolytes, and mm-hmm. they move towards you in a menacing mob. They, like, Maybe. block the path to... Well, they're coming, like, you... So let's take a look at the map here. You're coming down the road, right? Mm-hmm. But they're coming from over here. So if you want, you can like avoid them and ride away quickly. But they are no. coming out to greet you. I I casually trot and but I I don't like ride to them. I'll, I'll I will yeah. So I don't change my trajectory. And if they, I'll probably even turn right at the road if they don't get to me and sooner. Uh, but they, they it's convenient if they were to surround me and accost me. Uh, that's their intention. Prefer- preferably they- publicly. Publicly. That's their intention, and they, they hurry to do it. Okay, so I think do we meet right at the end, right at the main road, and they surround me. Yeah, they, they come up and surround you, and like last time, yeah, they reach out for you. Uh, um, someone they, says they, last time I don't think I let them close with me. Yeah. I teleported before. Someone How from many? the pack calls out, "Ark, Carl, you are here to pay for your sins." As the others come up and start to mob you and your horse. They grab on your horse remains eerily still. Um, how many did you say were in the mob? It's like twenty of them. Okay. Uh, they grab your clothes and start oh, to shit. physically the amulet pull around my neck. The from the the horse. Um, I will. I mean, I need to remove the amulet from my neck and shove it into a pocket as they're bringing my horse down or whatever. Okay. So maybe someone watches. By the way, it is. I mean, it is concealed. It has no. It gives off no alignment. Right. But it is still a bling and amulet. And hopefully it's all internal. But I still need to, like, I still, like, remove it from my neck and shove it into an internal pocket. I don't know if there's a clasp or if it's just, like, it has no, to it go. Just, yeah. It goes over the head. So this means... And I clutch it. It's not that big, right? I can take it in a handful. Oh, yeah. You could hold the whole thing in one hand. And so they just see, I mean, so they won't see the face of the amulet right. itself. Uh, this does or, mean if it's in your pocket, you are down to 18 int. And any yes. spells above the ones that you can normally I haven't cast. learned more than my... Okay. Uh, more than my 18 max spells for level. Okay. Okay. 
Um, and I'm I'm making a scene, I guess, while they're doing this. Unhand me, you you villains. We have you. You will not be escaping with your witchcraft this time. Uh, someone runs back inside, and the is that so? Are, do they actually like start making grab attacks at me? Or how how is this? Like someone comes up and grabs your leg, and mm-hmm. begins to pull you. And someone grabs all goes on the so other I'm, side, and, like I'm resisting you off. at least. Yeah, they, they physically drag you down, and you know, two pe- one person on a leg on each leg, one person on each arm, and someone grabs you by the middle. I would someone like takes it. your staff away from you, um, and your horse is quickly abandoned. The someone goes inside and starts uh, ringing bells. Um, I okay. I would like it to be known that I totally let them restrain me. Like it, it like in in actuality, like I, I mean, I have spells I could cast. If I had a dagger in my hand, I would be getting opportunity attacks like crazy. It would just become a bloodbath. But I make a good go at it. You know what I mean? Like so, I'm res- I'm resisting. Like I, I don't know that we actually need to go through the effort of making them roll attack rolls. Right. But I, I mean, I make them roll attack rolls. If that makes sense. But right, I'm, right, I'm right. not actually. I'm not going to draw steel or color spray them all or anything like that. Um, so I let them drive the horse. Actually, I don't think they can really interact with, short of punching it to death. Uh, they like, abandon the horse. They want yeah, nothing okay. to do with your spooky ass horse. As soon as you're yeah. off of it, they give it a good. Well, and it group. stays in the exact same position as if it were like a statue. It's just like parked and like. I think I don't know if they tried to tug it down. I don't even know if you can tug it down. Like it, its feet don't touch the ground. They they ignore the horse. They okay. want nothing to do with it. Yeah, I think it's. I think it. I mean, it doesn't actually have to be a horse. It could be a hoverboard with thirteen HP and AC two. <laughs> it's not a hoverboard. It's a horse. All right, if you say so. My flying Nimbus. <laughs> um, okay. So the church so they, bells ring, and mm-hmm. many people start coming out of the town. Uh, to look at you know, out of their buildings and other shops and come down the road. Mother Ullman comes out of the Temple of Purification. I know it does. A wry smile on her face. Um, and she waits for a good ca- crowd to gather. The people who have their hands around you, they kick your knees from behind and put you down so you're on your knees and you know, <clears throat> a good foot and a half, two feet shorter than everyone else. <clears throat> um, ah, the dirt. At least now I'm on your level. What is the meaning of this, Mother? Ark Carl, you are to be tried for crimes against humanity. You have brought this swarm of wraiths. You have caused unending darkness. You have murdered many people. You will see the God's justice. You will pass their tests if you are truly pure of heart and good of spirit. Otherwise, we will purify your soul in the river. Let it be known that I have borne no crime against the good people of Misty Rapids. I do not restrain and harass their citizens. I look to the guys who are holding my arms or whatever. And I have slewn more wraiths in these cursed tether wilds than any man alive. Save your words for later. The gods will be your judgment now. By the laws of Misty Rapids, I am a free man, and you hold no sway over me, mother. The laws of man... Gods, on the other hand... The laws of man are second to those of the gods. To the river! She points. Let the gods have their judgment, then. 
and I try to pull myself free from these, um, from the people that are restraining me. Uh, you can make a strength check, but there's like four of them on you. So. I like go. To, I go to stand and follow. Oh yeah, they they force you up, and you know, two people on each side of you, making sure you don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a large crowd with lots of whispering watches as they begin to drag you to the river. You guys. Come. Tell me, Mother Omen, have you knelt in judgment before the gods? Do you every single day? Does she really? She goes down and bathes in the river every single day, naked. Is that is that a thing? Uh, no. But you know, I think she means she go kneels in prayer every day. <clears throat> um, you guys get down to the river right next to the bait and tackle. Uh, How when, big of a crowd have we gathered? Like, like 300 people, 400 people. That's a, a really good-sized crowd. And as they are bringing you to the water's edge, you hear, Make way! Make way! In a familiar voice. And the crowd parts. You see who else but the brand new sheriff. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Darren shows up <laughs> along with some of the town guard. How big the town guard? Uh, Ten-minute arms. So the sheriff comes here with five guys, uh, pushes his way through the crowd, and says, Hey, I'm the new sheriff in town. I, I smile for a second and... And what are you doing, Mother Ullman? This man is a loyal servant of Lord Song. Please, Darren... Sheriff, I say. I have informed the good mother that she is well outside of her her rights to to restrain me. She has no legal authority here. However, she has called for divine judgment. Apparently these people have called for divine judgment. So let it be so. He looks awkwardly as the crowd kind of watches him to see what he does. And then he just kind of takes a few steps backwards and tries to blend in. There will be no, yeah. There will be no blood drawn between good citizens of Misty Rapid on this day. Mother Oldman cracks a smile. Um, and wades into the water until she's about... Is she wearing her clothes? Dip deep, yep. They get soaked. Uh, and she says, bring him forward. And you get... No, I say as I'm like about to enter the water. I must enter enter the river free of the trappings of this material world. I will see the gods as they first saw me. And if they like give me enough space, I will disrobe right there on the sh- on the shores of the of the river. <laughs> Mostly because I don't want to get my robes and shit. But... <laughs> Do you like get your robes soaked? You walk back to the keep, and then uh, when the spell expires, water just falls everywhere because they're in your. Yeah, pockets. I don't even know how that would work. Does do the po- extra dimensional pockets fill up with what? I don't find out. I disrobe right there on the shore, um, and fold up my robes and set it on the ground. I think. And, and naked as the day I was born, 
follow uh, Mother Olman back in, into the into the river. Mother Olman pauses as you begin to walk in the river and looks between her acolytes and then out to the crowd and says, Ladies and gentlemen, Ark Carl here willingly accepts the judgment of the gods. She looks like she's about to say something, but can't quite find the She's distracted the right by words. my strapping young body. Um, Intrigued and by the yeah grotesque nature the, of my the, of my scars. She motions to the she acolytes. Can't take her eyes away. And they drag you into the water and hold you down. Mm-hmm. Um, you I like it. shout as I'm going. Yeah. What do you shout on your way down? Something like, "May the, may all the gods all look the upon me as a." And I thrash around for a couple of minutes. Um, I put on a good show, but I can. I'm breathing the water the whole time. So I, I mean, do they like? How are? How is the restraining going? Like, are they shaking There's me? Or four people. Uh, uh-huh. and they just pulled you down mm-hmm. with their heads above water, and that's it. Um, okay. Um, you can, okay, what is it like one third your con in minutes normally? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm breathing water, and I thrash around for what I estimate is probably like five or six minutes. So an unnatural amount of time. That's. Okay. They, they, not an unnatural, but like, holy shit, does this guy have 18 con? Um, <laughs> and then I'm going to swallow a couple mouthfuls of river water mm-hmm. and stop thrashing. Okay. And I just keep a mouthful. But, so I don't know if I can regurgitate water from my stomach on at will, but it's there. Okay. okay. Never mind. I don't think you can There's keep a mouthful at least. But yeah, you got a mouthful. Mm-hmm. Um, they hold you underwater for a good minute after you stop thrashing. Fain death would have... Also, could have also been useful, huh? I wonder if you... Uh, I don't know. Okay. But um, and then you feel the hands releasing from you, and then kind of someone pulling up. I guess you don't have a shirt. They pull you I, up by your shoulders. I go as limp as I can. Okay. Uh, and you break the surface. Your head is kind of bobbing on the top, so sometimes the water covers your ears and you can't hear. Sometimes, you know, one ear is above the water and you can't hear. But basically, the, the gist of what you are hearing from these people, which come cuts in and out. Other old men is saying something to the effect of, the gods have passed judgment on Carl! Do they remove me from the water? No, they let you kind of like bob in the water and they hold you so you don't float down river. Mm-hmm. The gods have passed their judgment on Carl, and he was found wanting. An evil man in life, and an evil man in death. Were he pure, he would not have died. People look. I think so. I was hoping they'd drag me onto shore, and this would happen on shore. But she's already condemned me evil, so at this point, I like roll myself over and start thrashing again and spitting up water. Uh, people kind of back and away like, a little bit. Sit up, and I like. I guess are they let go of me. Is that what I understood? Yeah, they kind of let go of you as you start to thrash around and get to your feet. Yeah. And I stand up. <laughs> Look around with a shock, like getting my pretending I'm getting my bearings for a minute or so, and so I let I let Mother Olman react, and she looks between her people and say again, and they grab you and drag you back into the water. 
<laughs> I, sh- I have seen into. Uh, okay. I guess I repeat the charade. Um, let's see. This time they hold you down for like fifteen minutes. You're I, underwater for a long time. There are four of them. They've got a pretty good hold on you. That's why I'm th- like. At what point do I? It's a really strange ritual. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what point it's it not reasonable for me to keep going. Okay, well, I, I mean, I, I I am actually putting up a fight. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I think let's put up a fight. Like, I think let's start rolling opposed strength checks slash rolls to hit or whatever. So you're saying the four of them... I don't think I even let them get... I think I'd like to... I mean, now you can tell me if I'm... I think... I guess you can give it a surprise round. But you said they stood back, let me stand up. Yeah. I don't think I would let them lay hands on me again. I think I would like to roll initiative... Um, I'll, if you want to declare that I'm surprised and let them make grab attacks before it starts. Yeah, yeah. But I I think let's play out a simulated resistance and see how, yeah. I think uh, you failed your surprise check, so they get a a grab on you and Mm -hmm. drag you back under. But you can make a a post-strength check this next round. I think I get one before they can even drag me down, right? They make it, if they're doing an overbear or whatever. Sure, make it a post-strength check. 24. They drag you down. Okay. Um, I keep thrashing. I mean, I guess I make it a strength check every round. Sure. Um, maybe it doesn't actually matter. Maybe I'll just wind up rolling 15 post-strength checks. And... That's what we're going to do, I think. Because I'm making each Oh, I didn't get a critical on the third round. So you'd have to beat all four of their strength checks, basically. You mean wow. all four of them. And usually you roll one for the group and give a bonus, depending on the numbers. Um. Yeah, that is how an open bear works. Okay. Um, sure. But it doesn't. I don't know that that quite scales. If you have, oh no, it, it should be just fine. I think it's like plus one for every member of the group, and then. I I think when four people are holding you down underwater. I mean, there are, there are rules for this. There are rules. I guess you're not drowning because you can breathe underwater. So. No need for battle. Even if I were drowning, I would, I mean, it's not a big deal because I can breathe water, but I feel like if this were actually life or death, I would be arguing like crazy. Because you can't just like, yeah, I mean, there's, let's see what overbear is. But I think it's, I think they just make a strength check at the average or maybe it's the highest. And the add plus. They must make a strength check against the defender. Use the strength of the largest attacker and apply the following modifiers. Plus one for each additional attacker. Yep. So they get a strength check at whoever's the strongest with plus three. Okay. Okay. Uh, sure. Let me roll their strength real quick. Find the average. I mean, maybe once they... But I guess that's not every round, though. That's the first time. Mm-hmm. Wow, they all have eleven strength. So knocked down. Super the defenders average. can be the defender can be pinned and restrained if he is successfully overborne again in the next round. Um, but to break from being a, from a pin, it's just an opposed strength check, right? Probably with the same modifiers. Yeah. Although that has to be an action on the part of the. I defender. think that there should be some benefit for someone being on their back. Like, if you're standing and trying to wrestle someone down, that's one thing. 
But if someone's already on top of you, that's a pretty good bonus. You know? You can do, I mean, there's a, you can, I mean, you can always do your, there's a minus four penalty if the defender, wait. Oh, that, it's for more the legs. Has extra legs. I was thinking I have less legs. Yeah, you have less legs. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, I, I feel like if this were, like this, I don't know if you want to argue realism or whatever, believability of the system versus fairness, but this is, this would make a player very angry if they didn't have water breathing. Like the fact that you can just like be drowned and I mean, they, but I think that's also like very angry, but also quite reasonable. If you are fighting in a river with someone and they like just overbear you and drown, I guess you, I'm not seeing why the rules need to be modified to make it easier to drown someone. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to say once you're overbeared, I mean, they already get a the plus group, one per attacker. Whether you're on ground or in the water, once you've been overborn, overbeared, uh, I think it should be easier to pin you down before people than it would be to knock you down. I think when you're on your feet, you are more resistant to being knocked down, and once you're on your back, you're more sure. likely to be stuck. That's what, so like a penalty to, yeah. So a penalty to your strength check, is what for I'm For being prone. I, so that, okay, a that's, penalty, yeah. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm looking for here. Just fine. And four is the penalty, or is the bonus for being four-legged. I don't think it should, it should certainly be less than that, on order or less than that. I think on order is fair. Minus four penalty, and I think okay. Yeah, so minus got, four penalty to strength checks for being prone. Okay, seems so you get a minus four penalty. Their guy gets a plus three penalty, a bonus. Yes. Um, so let's do some strength checks. Uh, I already rolled the first three. I didn't include that minus, that penalty of four. Okay. But I get a twenty, a twenty-one, and a twenty-seven. I crit the third. You pass the first one. Uh, the twenty-one is what does ties go to? And often the defender, and I did crit that. They rolled a twenty-seven, or are you saying they rolled a twenty-one the second time? Uh, the second time they rolled a twenty-one. We can hold off, and I can just yeah. burst forth with that crit after three three more minutes. Yeah, the next round on the third one, the crit, you push them aside and break above the water. The, the crowd is there, and you I would see... like to. I guess that was my action, so I'm going to go for Mother Olman. And as I burst forth, I'm shouting, ENOUGH! And we, I'm diving from, if I'm, if, so I presume I broke the grab and I'm free to move. Yeah, you've I'm broken free of their arms. I can't like grab that round, but do you want me to roll an uh, initiative? Uh, yeah, let's roll initiative for this next round. In fact, if we're gonna actually really battle this out, let's... I don't think it's gonna be a battle, but I will. Okay. I, will, well, I think I'd like to, to grab her. Uh, roll me initiative, please. Seven. Okay. You break free, you scream enough, and yeah. uh, Sheriff Darren and his mm -hmm. armed guards uh, have pushed their way to the front, and Darren is pointing to the Mother Olman with his hammer drawn, saying, Enough, Mother Olman! The gods have chosen! I. Yeah, uh, I, I have. Yeah. She ignores him. And I have borne myself to the gods and seen their judgment. All of the gods, not just your, not just your Mother Earth. Mother Olman cries, Witchcraft! Um, yeah. Sorcery! He defies the judgment of the gods! Drown him! The men around you, you go on seven. Mm-hmm. Um, they go on 12, so you go next. Okay. So I mean, so I was, as this conversation was going, I was going to grab Mother Olman. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I just, I grab her by the. You slip between the bend. Throat. <laughs> Ten. That should be enough, unless she's dexterous or armored or. Uh, no, you grab her by. Well, you grab her. Probably. I grab her like by the. She's still wearing her clothes, right? Yes, she is. I look her intently in, into the eyes as I, as I can. I continue shouting like so the crowd can hear, but I'm like mm-hmm. speaking to her. I have gazed upon the heavens, stared into the abyss, and the gods have gazed back at me. I have passed your petty. <clears throat> I try to barf up some water if I can. Mm-hmm. If not, I just spit a lot into the into the river. Your petty material test. I, I'm I'm glaring at her. Still, still holding on. So I guess maybe at this point the uh, they stop. guards go to they, grab me. They see the... you've got a hold of her, and that you did not drown. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may have doubts of whether or not Mother Ullman is a true believer or a power-hungry Mongol, but her fanatics <laughs> are true believers, mm-hmm. and your trial has shown them something, and they are unsteady. <sighs> I recommend that perhaps you should kneel before these purifying waters yourself, Mother. The clarity was quite refreshing. Give me a charisma check. I give her like a, a charisma check. Give me a charisma check, Ryan. Uh, what's my charisma? Only 11. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. I, they, it would have been uh, rousing, but it's just arousing. <laughs> as, my, as, my, as my junk. How deep is the water here? Uh, probably thigh high. Yeah, so it's like the the most awkward water level possible. Yes. My business is just sort of awkwardly floating and bobbing. <laughs> as I uh, I give her like a gentle shove, I like release her, but push her backwards and turn to walk to the shore. The the warm waters are quite soothing. Mm-hmm. Elongating as you make it back to shore. I step on shore and turn to face the river as I put my robe back on over my head. Uh, there is a murmur running through the crowd. Uh, Darren and his troops push people aside and clear the path for you to walk back to your horse. Okay, I do that. I I will whisper to Darren as as he as he escorts me back, guys. I thank you, Sheriff, for your loyalty and your respect of the law, but you would do well to be careful who you, who you ally yourself with. You are a servant of the people. And... Huh? He seems most confused. And mm-hmm. maybe a little I, offended. Maybe a little what? Maybe a little offended. A little offended? Maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure that I'd bother to clarify... But you, trying to think what advice I actually wanted to give him. That, uh, as you have looked, like yeah. as you walk back to your horse, the crowd that had gathered follows you. Mm-hmm. Um, the church bells are still ringing up at the Temple of Purification, and only more people are showing up now. You can hear them asking. Yeah, I'll, when I realized there's a crowd, maybe as we're still walking back, mm-hmm. or maybe I, maybe I, we got back to the horse and I'm mounting the horse up, mounting the shadow horse. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll like address the crowd for for a second. Let's see. Uh, beneath the waters, I drowned, and it all went white. 
as I said before, I gazed into the abyss and it gazed back and I felt the gods' warmth and their chills and their love and their hate, not just Nadinus, but all of the gods. And apparently their soul, their, their, their judgment fared kindly upon me. What's the afterlife the- like? Shouts one person. What happens after death? <laughs> Best. That is not for us to know. But you saw it. What is it? I, I came close. I glimpsed into the void. And let me tell you that I am grateful to still be alive. Do not seek such knowledge if you are not prepared to face to face your own soul. I go off on a tangent. In the east, there is a temple unearthed beneath the Dysak lands. A temple, a, a temple to all the gods. Anything else? Eh, at some point, I think I'll, I'll cut through the crowd with my, with my horse, and head down the down the main road actually to the east. The crowd follows. And okay. Heals. Oh, cool. Okay, then I I'll, I will actually lead a pilgrimage to the to the temple. It's you take everyone to the temple. Yeah. <laughs> they follow. It's hours away. And hmm. you probably lose a few people along the way, but as you pass villages, people come out to see what's going on. And soon your crowd swells from yeah. a few hundred to about 1,500 people by the time you get to the, pier, to the temple. I don't proselytize or anything, but I, I will, like, make conversation with those around me. Like, if they do ask more questions about, like, life fit after death, uh Georg or Art Carl is perfectly happy to conjecture on the nature of the universe and reality and talk metaphysics over the heads of these uh, these townsfolk. You make your way to the temple. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is there with the big arch of Nadinus over it. There's a, a few people stationed about that look like not clerics, but priests or acolytes. They mm-hmm. see on a black silent horse riding towards them. Mm -hmm. The infamous Ark Carl leading well over a thousand people to their temple and not knowing what to do, they stand aside. One person kind of tries to strut forward and put himself in the way and says, "Uh, uh, what what, what is the meaning of this? I dismount and I say, "What, what is this? We come to visit with the gods and I like just go walk towards the entrance. Okay. The entrance is magically lit as you guys mm-hmm. go down. Uh, not everyone can fit in here. Yeah, I, so I, I don't think I hang around. Like, I just, I, yeah. I've led said pilgrimage. I think, I mean, I've already done more than I actually intended to do. But I do, like, wish to imply that this is a, this is a temple to all. And I assume that once people enter, they'll start, like, they'll start arguing about what they see, right? Mm-hmm. The person will be like, oh, it's such a beautiful visage of the mother. And it's like, what? That's a man. <laughs> no, it's a two-headed god of judgment. <laughs> or whatever crazy visions they see. Uh, you come back down 
and still see before you the statue of Malchus. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crowd are. I'm not wearing the amulet, by the way. Do I still see Malchus? Yes. Really? Yes. Even if Georg considers himself a fairly irreligious man? Yes. Yeah. Um, people argue, of course, as you said. Yeah, exactly I'll, I'll as you said. They, they debate the, the nature of the statue before, then people touch it. Um, someone tries to you know, climb it, but doesn't really get anywhere. And other, other people drag him down and begin to beat him for climbing the statue. <laughs> Um, not badly, uh, you know, just to try and keep good. the beatings to a minimum, but uh, yes. eh, eh, mm, children of chaos. Um, at some point, I'll say what the see, what you see before you is an altar to all of the gods. We when we gaze upon it, we see. Well, it is more of a mirror. We see the reflection of our best selves. What do you see, Carl? What do you see? Alas, I see it for what it truly is. What does that mean? What does it mean? I like go out and touch it. A simple pillar upon which the world world rests. He sees the staff of the world! But each of you may see they see the staff in your own likeness, or the likeness of the mother, or the father. Um, do I reinforce the strength of magic and tell them it's just a magic item enchanted to show this? Yeah, whatever. At some point, I'll eventually leave and let them uh, spread. Well. The- as you talk about this pillar and you, know, you see it for a staff, mm-hmm. someone shouts up that you see that the staff of the world that holds, or the staff that holds the world up. Um, a couple people in the front row begin to get down on their knees and in a wave-like fashion, it kind of flows backwards. And you're not sure whether they're worshiping you or the statue, but you're standing right next to it. And soon the room is flooded with people worshipping something. This makes, truth be told, this makes Georg a bit uncomfortable, but breathe in the deep, the stale ale, stale air, beneath the earth. Are there roots coming in through the ceiling? We're underneath the, that giant tree, right? Uh, this building is got a stone ceiling. Okay. Um, I guess if they stay knelt at some point, I'll leave and push my way through the crowd, catching them as I go. Um, okay. I, uh, you make your way out. I don't, I don't need any more shows of, shows of power, do I? Look at these lightning bolts out <laughs> for me. So many souls, chat says, cast. I don't have fly memorized, sorry guys. Uh, you guys make it, you make it out. Mm-hmm. People all the way back up the tunnel are whispering and wondering. Uh, but, you know, everyone sees the people before them bowing. And so as you walk out, you know, they can't, there's not enough room anymore for people to actually get on their knees, but there's a lot of people bowing their heads to you. Maybe Great not sure of what Great other- would have been a nice catch. 
don't have that one either. There is a lot of subjugation and self-subjugation <laughs> and bowing going on. Hey, if it's, it it's consensual. A few people follow you as you get to your horse. Mm -hmm. What do you do? I think I ride into the plains, leaving the people here to... I t actually, no, I... Can I, how much is my horse? Can I either fall my horse and then teleport both of us? Dimension door, 500 pounds of non-living or half that of living. Reduce, how much, how much does a spectral steed weigh? Probably more than 250 pounds, like 500 is it, pounds. Is it living? You're gonna consider it living at least for the purposes of teleporting it around. Mm -hmm. I can cast feather fall on any creature though. Mm -hmm. Creature or creatures. Um, how many? A wizard or some other creature or object. One or more objects or creatures in a 10 foot cube. As long as the maximum weight of the creatures does not exceed 200 pounds plus 200 pounds per caster level. So two times eight is 1600 pounds. How much does a horse weigh? Less than that. Okay, so I can, I can cast Featherfall on my Phantom Steed and myself, making us weightless-ish. Wait, and a weight limit of 600, wait. Okay, for example, second level, okay, yeah. So we're we're weightless. I ride atop my Steed and Dimension Door into the Tether Wild so that I don't know where I go and like disappear. Um, As you, uh, you start teleport from spells. exactly where you are or do you ride out a little bit? No, I teleport from exactly where I am. So I like get atop my steed and s s cast two spells. They're both single word. They're both verbal right. one catching him one. So just a couple of arcane utterances. Um, I, yeah, I don't have any good last words to tell them. So I think I'm just like, Boop! and teleport 300 whatever yards into the into the plains and ride back to the keep. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. Ark, Carl, you ride back to the keep. Alone, in silence, as your horse makes no sound while moving. Hmm. I take it you skip town and you just go right to the keep? Yeah, I ride, we were already like a couple hours out into the Tether Wilds, weren't we? This right. little camp around the temple. Right. Mm-hmm. Is my horse affected by the one round reorientation period from teleporting? Uh, even if it wasn't, you would be. And so you would be unable to drive it forward. Fair enough. Uh, I'd not Featherfall dimension door combination is pretty cool. Yeah. So as you are riding through the tether wilds, um, you spot a group of elephants off to the side. Maybe a... Uh, Holy shit. Not too terribly far, but they're a good distance away from you. I have to have it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do note them, though, and note where they are. I assume these are easy, would be easy to find, correct? I mean, they're elephants. They're, they move around. 
Um, but this herd of 12 elephants, as you count them out, mm-hmm. um, are all pretty, you know, they're just grazing and chilling. Yeah. Very cool. I did, did I realize there were elephants in the, in the tether wild? I don't know if you did or didn't, but you see them now. Cool. I'll bring this up with Lord Song and probably more relevantly Lance or bring it up with Lord Song to tell him to go. Yeah. I continue on my way, though, avoiding the elephants, admiring their majesty as I wisp past. Okay. Uh, you make it back to the keep without any further problems. Um, Kel Crystal's there watching the gate, as always, mm-hmm. and lets you in without any worry or without any strangeness. It, you get the distinct impression she has no idea what just happened. Mm-hmm. And you're inside the keep. Okay. I did just go through quite a transformative experience. Not really sure how to react. I don't really want to talk with Aaron Song about it, but I probably should. If he finds out that I accidentally started a cult without his knowledge, he might be upset. So I'll go try and seek his audience. Okay, uh, you find Baron's song. Uh, this is that same day that you did the tomb stuff, right? Yeah, this is like that afternoon, probably okay. getting on towards evening. That's probably evening by now. Uh, but you find Baron's song. He is downstairs at the table. Mm-hmm. Some gruel with the, the troops. <clears throat> I come in, I probably dried. It's been a couple of hours. Yeah. Someone makes a seat for you, or makes room for you at the end of the table, and uh, some servants bring you some food. Is this a story that you want to roleplay, or...? Um, uh, sure, I don't know if it's that important. I don't know. I, I will say, um, yeah, I guess I was kind of, kind of expecting someone to like notice, like, oh my god, doesn't he just something's different about you, Carl? You look like you've you've seen a god or two, but they seem totally unconconcerned mm-hmm. all the shit that I just went through. So impatiently, after a minute or so of like hanging out there nonchalantly, I'll, I'll say, uh, I was purified by the gods today. Everyone looks up from their gruel. Baron Song says, and? Well, I'm still alive, aren't they? Aren't I? Are they? I nod solemnly. Though I think perhaps I have undermined Mother Ullman's power quite a little bit. Good. Your new sheriff was very gung ho. I had to had to restrain him a bit, tell him that there was no need to intervene. But I take it as a good sign of his loyalty. Um. Well, hmm. I'll be curious to see what rumors we hear in the coming days. But I think it is safe to say the Mother Olman problem has been solved. 
glad to hear of it, Carl. Okay. I guess there's no questions. No, nope, people return um, to their gruel. Um, and I'll skip to the next day. Um, I'll actually mention to Lord Song that I'm planning on heading east to Thornwood to track down this um, uh, this red shield, or to follow up on this red shield lead. Mm-hmm. Um, that I may be sometime gone. I can, I can, I will keep them apprised via secret message, but. I ask if there's anything he needs before I go. To the Red Shield place? Hmm. Uh, no. He has no further use of you. Okay. For the time being. Oh, I will make small talk over dinner and mention the I, that I saw some elephants in the Tether Wilds. Was he, is he aware of this? Yeah, he's aware of it. Hmm. They're Rome. I, I can make excellent from- beasts of burden or war. They require copious training and with the winged snakes soon to hatch oh that's right who had training on hand already who has oh we got the gift of the winged snakes well in any case perhaps a task for for lance when the time comes lance rangers are good with animals right who the hell is lance uh, we've discussed, my lord. Uh, he's the hunter that I that that um, oh. that that tracked down my displacer beast. Yes, he, yes. He made that for you, and I point to like the Shimra heads that are mounted, probably just above our heads. Right. I wound up getting the Shimra headedermized. What is it called? Taxidermized. <laughs> right. Right. Uh potential replacement for Liz when she breaks a hip. Hmm. Good to know. All right. When um, will you be leaving for the Red Shield estate? Do you know where the Red Shield estate is? <laughs> well... The, no, I'll be heading to Thornwood to speak with uh, Lady Castilian see if she knows about this secret party up in the Rainwood and of this house Weatherford (laughs) he seems a little gruff and unconcerned but that's kind of how he always is okay I think things are in a good place here in Misty Rapids yeah so we can go ahead and skip ahead. It is now. Um, I will have spent. I mean, if I have all of study time that evening, I'll go back to designing my uh, my clock. Okay. I'm envisioning it as like a town clock in the at the main temple. So you want so like a nice big clock water clock, clock then? Uh, I mean, the water clock will probably be concealed either inside the temple or in the walls. Mm-hmm. Like it'll be a mechanism that I mean, like water will fill up and. Maybe there's some like ratchet thing at the end that goes and like flows the water with I don't know. There's details to be sorted out, but probably a big clock face on the outside of the temple that's powered by a water clock. And I'll probably need to like pump some water up from the rapids and maybe make a new river in town and at least engineer some shit. Engineer some shit. Yeah. But I yeah. 
I don't know how long that design, that design takes. A water clock is even in the PHP, isn't it? Uh, I think so, but it's super expensive. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, I can probably do it for half. A thousand gold pieces, and it weighs 200 pounds. Yeah. Do they have a description, or is it water clock? It's good for having time, accurate to a half hour, activated by regular... Not mm. or to work at all, must have a source of water and be left undisturbed. It's primarily an amusement for the wealthy and a tool for the student of arcane lore. The vast majority of society is Sounds not just like with me. Exact time. If only, Chauncey. <laughs> I guess that's kind of how it works down here in Southern California. Yeah. Invite <laughs> people to a party at five. Everyone shows up at seven thirty. That drives me crazy. I don't know. I was that's that's the culture I was immersed in. Is that not is that not acceptable behavior? Uh, not to me, man. If I'm like, hey guys, we're gonna have a barbecue at five o'clock, I expect people to be there at five o'clock. And then when they show up at six thirty, I've already been like, Well, fuck it. I'm done. I'll You're, you're eating leftovers. Yep, I'm d I've already consumed the food, and I'm on to watch the TV. People start showing up, and I say the party's canceled, and they should go home. Mm -hmm. I, I think I would like to build it into the temple. Once, So I want to have, like, a working prototype that I go and set up there as, like, a show of, I don't, of faith. <laughs> as a gesture between myself and... Mother Emma, is that her name? Yes, it is. The Mother Emma. Um, so I've met, I don't know how long it'll take. Like it doesn't need. I don't need to have the whole thing figured out, but like enough to get started that it looks impressive. So I don't know if I'll have like the clock face installed and have it not operational. Mm -hmm. Maybe like a demonstration of how a water clock works, like a mini one that gets set up in the in the entrance, or I don't know. So at some point, I'm planning on barging into. The temple and being like oh hey i'm gonna be building you a clock and she'll be like what what are you doing no stop stop cheering <laughs> we'll that out. Uh, but i think that will be after this whole thornwood excursion but i am in my downtime designing this clock scribbling notes on on parchment and being whatever it described in the description student of arcane lore or a wealthy Whatever. Okay. Um, so I guess let's skip to the next morning, and sure. I'm going to prepare to leave town. Okay. It is Saturday the seventh. You can prepare your tools. I rememorize the spells that I cast. I do rememorize past life. I do want to stop by the tomb and and past life on the woman as well, the lady as well. Okay. So, um, let's. You so go, one so phantom steed two. will get me to Thornwood, correct? One. One phantom steed will get me to Thornwood. I think so. Let me double check the times here. Thornwood is thirty miles. Your phantom steed moves at twenty-eight speed, twenty-eight right for seven hours. <clears throat> yeah. It'll just barely not get you to Thornwood. No, it'll okay. totally get you to Thornwood. I'm sorry. 20, this should be uh, uh, 
50, 56 miles in a day. Yeah, so with two Phantom Steeds, what we were talking about earlier, you could actually go 112 miles in a day. Yeah. Yeah, so you can you can ride to the Barrows and out to Thornwood on one Phantom Steed. Okay, yeah. so that's what I'm going to do today. Yeah. So, Barrows first? first. Yeah, Barrows first. Okay. You ride out to the Barrows, get back to the tomb, open the gate, go into the other sarcophagus, mm-hmm. move the lid, touch her yeah, on the I face. do have a key. Oh, that's, what I was, that's why I was distracted. Sorry, I was writing keys on my character sheet. I have the dungeon and the, and the crypt. Yes. It's currently. You cast Past life on yes. the of the lady song, Noken's mother. Although yes. suddenly the the paternal line in this family has become a little more murky, and with uh, Noken tainting that line with blood of the Witch of the Wilds, things are getting even more dark and twisted in the family tree of House Song. You a field wheat up to your to your chest and in a, your hand is a scythe you're on your feet and you are cutting wheat you're just farming some crops there's other people working around you you look to your right there's a an older man there cutting alongside you um, you see off further to the right there's a, a person standing with drums kind of beating out a rhythm in the field, a very common thing for peasants, some entertainment in the fields. When a cry goes up, uh, you look up from your job and see in the distance, not that far away, actually, un- like surprisingly close, is a pack of gnolls. They break into the fields, you drop your wheat and your scythe, you turn and run, and then you stumble and fall wheat before you turns a little bit red and your vision swims and you return to consciousness. So not the Baroness. Lady Song may still live. I shut the sarcophagus. Is there a chance? How many women do I have I met that are an appropriate age to be Lady Song? Not that many. There are many nobles that are roughly in that ballpark. Uh, Baron but, Song's birthday had a couple of people in attendance that might be appropriate. You've seen plenty of noble women walking around town that would be of that age. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are. What do we say? 13 noble families in Misty Rapids. Yeah. But you also said that from the vision, it wasn't Lady Red Shield. It wasn't at least who I, who I now picture as Baroness Song. It looked exactly like the drawings of Baroness Song, yeah. or as close as the drawings can be. And I don't know who I've seen. It's first person perspective, right? That I just saw. So I don't know whose death I just witnessed. Correct. No, 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 I get to, that's the first, that's the basic function of past life. I, I'm, I can see a mental image of the deceased's former appearance. 
And then at seventh level, you also view the final minute. Ah. So I do get a vision of what she looks like, at least. So she better... does not look anything like Lady Song. Yeah. This, uh, no, this was a middle-aged farmer woman. Yeah, some peasant. Yeah, some peasant. But who buried her here? Uh, is the keep on my way out of town? All right, so I will ride back to the keep and quickly seek out Lord Song before I head out. Uh, you find him observing the soldiers who are being drilled by Kel Crystal at the moment while someone else takes watch. I go up to him and, like, and whisper in his ear. Uh, <clears throat> I The bones in your mother's tomb and not your mother's, I say. And I like pull away from his ear and meet his what? icon. What did you just say? Some peasant cut down by Knowles. Your mother may yet live. Kel Crystal Keystone. Oh, I... Would you step over here, please? Oh, shit. I did not mean to. <laughs> Perhaps we should speak in private, my lord. Suddenly, we're like out in the yard, right? There's. Oh, I don't think so, he says. Um, I take a step to the side. Crystal dismisses the troops and joins you. Oh, shit. I dropped something that I'm not supposed to drop. Ah, got it. Don't drop your wedding ring, guys. Yeah. Um, I'm getting heebie jeebies. I, I will displace myself as, she, as she's approaching. So I, I'll start casting a display self and okay. don't have the ESP. Blink Baron, would be conspicuous. Baron Song, when the two of you, when she arrives, says, Tell Crystal, we have um, a prisoner that we need your help with. Would you please follow Carl and I to the dungeons? Yeah. After that blatant lie to avoid the weird ringing in my head, I slide on this Truth Seeker's ring. Hopefully that was the... Yeah. Hopefully that was the last liar I'll have to listen... last lie I'll have to listen to, but... I doubt it. So I get my displaced self off. I think it's just a... Oh, no, that's the... Material verbal. So I do, I pull out the strip of Displacer Beast leather, leather mm-hmm. and slide two feet away from my true location. Crystal dismisses the troops, has someone, uh, has two people take her shift and begins to follow you guys. As she walks, she says, uh, my lord, we do need to find a replacement captain of the guard. I cannot properly perform my duties as gatekeeper while also training the troops. He nods and says, in due time, we will find replacements for our missing knights. I'm like giving, I don't know. I'm trying, I'm giving Lord Song looks. I don't know what they are, but I look like, what are you, like what the fuck uh, is happening? Yeah, he's, he's leading the way. He can't yeah. see your looks. Kel Crystal I'm, walks alongside you. You guys get to the, the gate that is locked. He puts his hand out for the key, which you have. Yeah. Uh, he unlocks it, keeps the key himself. Yep. Okay. So I'll really, uh, can we say it was both keys? Oh, you give them both keys? 
I think so. They're, maybe they're on the That's ring or something. Perfect. Yeah. Um, from my character sheet. He brings the two of you down into the dungeons, lights a, a torch on the way, or a lantern on the way to give plenty of light without any smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, and getting down to the dungeons, Crystal looks about because there's no prisoner here. She turns to face you guys, a little wary. Baron Song. There's not, I say. (laughs) Kel Crystal, please hand us, please hand me your weapon. Uh, I, like, take a step back and, like, look to her as surprised as she is, hopefully. Uh, she slowly unsheathes her sword and then hands it to him hilt first she takes it yeah Um, he says crystal i have question to ask you Okay. I think I'm between Lord Song and Kel Crystal, right? You, or like sort of at Crystal's side, sort of. Well, out um, there. I was imagining you walked in, and when he asked her this, like she's, it's you, Baron Song, and then Kel Crystal on the other side facing you two. I think you're behind Baron Song. How did that? Because wasn't he leading the way? He was leading the way, but then you guys came down, and he like motioned in front, and she walked around. and was like, "Wait a minute, there's nobody in here. What's going on?" Okay. Uh, he has tried to position himself so he's in between the two of you and facing her. Okay. Okay. I have a question for you. Crystal. How did my mother die? She looks a little bit nervous. It says, uh, in a riding accident, my lord, I told you many years ago. I get it. Uh, she's lying? Yeah, totally. Lies. I whisper, looking as betrayed as I can at Kel, at Kel Crystal. What have... What? What treachery have I stirred up? I, like, look to the Lord and to Kel Crystal. Kind of pleading, I think, a sort of pleading look. Like, oh God, I don't, don't, don't drag me down this rabbit hole. What's, what the hell's going on, guys? He says... Looking between the two of them. Crystal... I would hate to ask you more roughly. But, well, let us not, let it not come to that. Tell me again about the fate of my mother, and this time, tell us the truth. She looks nervous. Do you have anything you'd like to add, Ryan? Or are you just waiting? Uh, Crystal, I see right through you. It is past time for these lies. Come clean with it. At least not that I know of. She might have died since. 
Baron's song, you can't really tell the front of his face, but you see the muscles clenching on the sides, and his head dips a little bit in anger. She hurriedly says, but it's it's not like that. It, there, Your father suspected her of, well, of, of adultery. She suspected that you were not his, his son, uh, but, uh, but a product of another union. Uh, I like make, I mean, this is more of a show than anything, but I try and look like I'm having a vision. So I don't, like I like go stiff and my voice changes and my eyes roll into the back of my head if I can. And I, I quote from, from my vision and the best feminine voice, <laughs> Georg Musters. By the way, the child is yours. And like, uh, oh, like stop, stop my little act and like look back between the two. Crystal nods. Uh, that's, she, she told me in confidence uh, that, that it, you, you were, of course, the, her, the, the product of your father. But he wouldn't believe it. He thought, he thought there was someone else. Uh, he was murderous with rage over. It. I don't, I don't know why he thought these things, but he, he was convinced your mother. He had brought his men around. At the time, I was a servant of your father, not yours, Greller, and well, the, the former captain. He told us that of your mother's crimes and that he was going to to deal with her appropriately, that he was going to see to it that she was not around. I was quite close with your mother. I uh, I my, my loyalties may have been more towards her than him and so I warned her of the the plan. I told her to flee when she could, but she didn't. And then later that day we got word that he had died, and I uh, I suspected, but I didn't know and I, I didn't say anything. And the confusion and aftermath, the other nights and I got together and had a talk uh, about a week later once everything had calmed down. former captain said that it was our duty to follow our lord's orders even after his death and that your, your mother his wife ought to be killed I said no I, I, I pleaded for mercy that that the deed was done and that it would only disrupt the kingdom more uh, Greller was the swing vote he voted for her death and I told them I would do it myself to to prove my loyalty to them. So I took her out riding where there was supposed to be an accident. And that was some weeks later. A my cousin said she knew a place I could knew a person I could trade with for a, a sleeping potion that would approximate the state of death. So while out riding, we, we had her drink it, and I brought her back after a, a feigned accident. I switched her body out with that of a, a peasant that had died recently when we got to the, 
when it came time for burial. Well, after the burial. The, the peasant looked as close to her as possible. Her mother must have been unconscious for the better part of a day or two. I, I switched out the bodies, well, the, the body of the peasant for the, the living body of your mother. And she fled. He asks in a menacing, slow voice, where is she? Crystal says, I, I, I don't know where she went, but the last thing she told me was that she thought Pernissus was nice that time of year and asked me to protect you and look over you. Where the bloody hell is Pernissus? I think that's exactly Georg's thought. <laughs> Baron Song gives you a She's telling the truth, right? None of that was a lie. None of it was a lie. I I nod towards Song. That's what he was looking for. He drops her sword back on the ground and walks out of the dungeon. I look intently at. They say that curiosity killed the cat. If I say to myself, shaking my head, uh, walking past Kel Crystal. Uh. She turns. Stones are better not red. I say as I I go to leave. She stops you with a hand on your arm. How many minutes has it been since? Ten minutes since you guys oh, came past. down here. Okay. So she is actually able to touch me. I'm not displaced anymore. I look over my shoulder, like, it, she's, I mean, she's not, a, like, does she have her sword again? Has she sheathed uh, no, it? No, she hasn't picked it up yet. It's still on the ground. Okay. She turns I, to you with a I turn and look at her. concerned look and goes, how did you know? I've kept that secret for four years now. I was able to... Well, I've, like, in Georg's mind, he's, like, well, I'm thinking back to, like, the, the not analogy and, like, finding traces of an eternal soul on this plane of existence. And then I remember how Lord Song was, like, people don't understand you. So I'm silent for a second as I look at her. I, I saw the death of the Baron and the death of well whoever his partner is for all eternity I don't know who that peasant girl is you buried beside him no one just a peasant that died I paid the farmer a couple of gold for the corpse hmm <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're not always laid bare before the eyes of the gods. Do I have to worry about you stealing oh, I'm, my soul? Oh, I'm overdue in Thornwood. 
you got enough to worry about with the Baron. I pat her on the shoulder. Perk up. I shouldn't be expecting a visit from the Wraith. Not for at least a couple of days. And I, like, I skip out of the out of the dungeon before she asks many more questions, I think. Uh, You can skip on out. I hop on my phantom steed and... Yeah. You see her coming back out after you uh, summon your phantom steed and back out to Mm -hmm. the training grounds. Yeah. Okay. Uh, You can head off to... I make the late start. I'll probably be walking into Thornwood at the end of the day, but I should at least be able to get it most of the way there. Yeah. Your horse moves super fast. Um, yep. you, it's normally uh, what a, a day and a half journey. Meant to be about a day's ride, right? It's normally it's like a day and a half to walk it. I right. Think. So it's a day and a half to walk it, a day to ride it. You can get there in like six hours. So okay. you get there well. I had seven can... hours of the spell, and I already rode to the barrows and back. Okay, so your spell I probably actually ready. wears off before you get there. Yeah. Um. Oh my god. You know, this is the second time this has happened where someone's called me on my phone. I've declined the call, and then all of a sudden my Google call you. Yeah, mine starts ringing. What the hell, man? It's because you hooked up your Google voicemail box to that phone number. I did not. It has never been done. Really? This is a new thing yeah, that has started uh, happening as soon as I started. Maybe it's you recently. linked that phone. Maybe the phone number is somehow linked to your Gmail account. Yeah, well. And Google integrates everything and. Uh, they didn't integrate it without my permission, fuckers. Nope. Stupid Google. Our omniscient robot overlords. Ever since they changed their slogan away from don't be evil, they've become more and more evil. <laughs> Um, your journey to Thornwood is mostly pleasant. Mm-hmm. Uh, you spot a bear off in the woods, but I think it is terrified of your horse and leaves you <sighs> the hell alone. As it should be. Yeah. Uh, and eventually you end up walking into Thornwood past its large, well, uh, large walls made of small red bricks over the drawbridge. It's open at this hour? Yep, it's open, because you get there before evening. Yeah. The guards on duty, seeing your sigils and your fancy robes, stand mm-hmm. at proper attention and give you quite a bit of respect. Um, as you make your way into town. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Thornwood. Where the music is hopefully not as creepy. Hopefully not as creepy. Um, I will seek out my favorite inn. Was, was the Bear Cave the nice one? Mm. There are a couple well, inns. Was it the Bear Cave or Thornwood? There was the the Sleeping Knoll. Was the, well, I got kicked out of the Bear Cave for pissing off the Red Shield the one time. Uh, the Sleeping Knoll, Shagwarts, and the Bear Cave. Yeah, the Bear Cave is the nice one, and considering I'm back in their good graces. I do Except have a wizard lock. locked one of their doors. No, that was at the sleeping knoll. Okay. And that is still wizard. They probably have replaced the door by now. Yeah, I think so. Maybe sold it as a curiosity item. 
Like if you remove the whole frame, you've just got an unopenable door. Uh, yeah, you get to the bear cave. And I hang out in the common room, take my supper, and yeah, right. I work a little bit more on my design for this water clock, and I'll see Lady Thornwood first thing in the morning. Okay. Um, all right, morning arrives the next day. Thornwood is a lovely little town. Um, hold on a second. It's all made of brick or wood buildings. Burn a lightning bolt spell. The streets are paved in red bricks. There's trees all over the place. Most of the buildings are fairly low, and they seem to incorporate a lot of vines growing up the sides of them. Can I fire a lightning bolt into the night sky or something like that and yes. not hurt anything? Sure. Yeah, okay. It'll be ominous, but you can Oh, yeah. It. <laughs> Georg's in town. Um, okay. Is chat is chat gonna I don't know. Before we played there they were like, you need to memorize like three lightning bolts, Neil's gonna kill you today. And as soon as I bring the lightning bolt, I'm sure I'm about to get killed. But I'm more concerned with travel, so I've got Phantom Steed and Lemon's tiny hut. Mm-hmm. Um I don't need past life anymore, so I will swap that out for a ESP. I think ESP. Pretty magic mouth if I want to send a note. Let's do magic mouth. Okay. Sorry, you were getting descriptive and I was daydreaming about my spells. Yeah, I was just describing while you were daydreaming. Um, nice vines covering lots of the buildings. There's plenty of trees along the roads. Some ha- buildings have trees growing up inside of them. Roads mm-hmm. are paved in red brick. There's little vendors and stalls all over the place with people hawking their foods and wares. And I think after having spent so much time in Misty Rapids, you probably really appreciate the order and civilization of this town. It's not Mm -hmm. just like muddy dirt roads with crazy radical fanatics running around and crap happening. Mm -hmm. There's a structure and an organization and the people are you know, open and happy and selling their wares and carts are being pulled by oxen. Open, really? I'll remind you, my first impression of the town was seeing Reptar hanging from the from the gallows. It doesn't seem very open and accepting to, to me. And it seemed like there was a lot of wizard hating going on when I first showed up. Isn't that still the, like, what, how does the populace react to me walking down the street? They give you a lot of space. Okay. But if you look down the street, everyone seems to be happy. Uh, if you look where you <laughs> are, everyone's just like not making eye contact with you and kind of talking in whispers as you walk past, but they, they give you a healthy respect. Okay. All right. Black robes billowing behind me. Mm-hmm. Uh, white tabard, or sorry, not white tabard, gray tabard displaying the coiled copperhead mm-hmm. of House Song. Um, I make my way to the keep. Is it a keep? It is. It's a keep. Clang, clang, clang of my uh, serpent-styled walking stick on the cobblestones as I go. You arrive at the keep. The guards let you pass the proper salute. 
Um, that you have entered into the keep. No one escorts you anywhere. They just allow you to walk right on in. Yeah. Uh, is there a uh, who handles like making audiences with the countess? Uh, or do you just, is it just like you show up and wait in line? Like, is that there's court hours or something, right? Right. You have arrived during court hours. So as you walk into the hall, there are people standing around already, you know, in line talking with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, you notice her gatekeeper and her captain of the guard are up next to her. Okay. Um, I will do, go and do whatever is appropriate. I think I am working on this etiquette proficiency. So, so <laughs> I'll wait, I'll get in the line or whatever and have to wait to see her. Right. Uh, I assume there's not really favoritism in this sort of thing. It's like a, you wait in line with all the peasants. You could. Uh, I think for your purposes, since you are not a peasant, you could wait until after and speak to her privately. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might, you could stand before her and ask her in public, but since this is more of like a, a private matter, like, hey, mm-hmm. I want to know this thing, rather than like a, this guy stole my sheep. No, uh your sheep didn't produce any milk. You promised it was a milk producing sheep. I think I, I think I like wake wait through this, like make my sightseeing in in court, but like I like Gare cannot handle just these these peasant problems. Mm-hmm. And I think I'll get I'll think I'll get fed up and leave and try and come back at like if I don't know if there's this this is probably not a scheduled lunch break. These people can't even tell time. Haven't even invented a water clock yet. At a certain point she just says she's done for the day. Yeah. Um, so at a certain point she so I will try to, like, I, I think I'll probably leave and come back better, closer to where I think I could get her. Well, she she clears she's done for the day. Uh, people begin to shuffle out while she heads into a, a back area. Yeah. Um, um, if I'm back there, if I'm there for this, I will, like, send a, like, message through one of the knights, probably. Yeah. Like, I know, what's, who's her woman at arms? The half-elf. Erica. Okay, yeah, I probably, I don't yeah, I will like if she's the one who's like there seeing the exit. I'll whisper. Uh, um, once my lady is properly rested, can you tell her that uh, our Carl from Misty Rapids, which is a word, the one of the soldiers, like, or whoever nods and takes. And the I'll message. wait around, give her a few minutes or whatever to. I don't know, relieve herself or whatever it is, whatever it is that nobles do. Uh, sometime sh- later, a go shit some gold in the back room. One of the servants arrives and mm-hmm. escorts you to uh, a parlor. Mm-hmm. Countess Nina Castilian is here, mm-hmm. as well as a few other people. Uh, two of her knights are around sitting with her, sipping wine, and it seems a few other nobles of some repute, probably, but you don't recognize their names or their sigils. Mm-hmm. Uh, are in the parlor with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you walk in, Countess Nina motions for you to sit down uh, in one of these air- chairs in this big kind of circle. Yeah, I give a give a deep bow. Uh, Our Carl, Countess, does it? It pleases me to see your glowing presence once more. I take a seat. Um, I come here. Um, regarding the Red Shield affair. Oh, have you found the witch? 
No, but a rather interesting message passed through Misty Rapids the other day. It seems that uh, the late, late, or the former Lady Redshield has family north in the Rainwood. The Yes, I believe she has a cousin. This, in yeah, the, I can't remember the name, but the sigil is crossed wheat with a spear. Wendelin. Wendelin, that's 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 the ticket. Yes. They're hosting some sort of event at the end of the month and invited um, Red Shield's cousin in the West. She is married, but she still keeps the Red Shield name. Can I, uh, can I roll an in check to, to remember this to remember this woman's name? Sure. So As she leans over and whispers to one of the servants, who whispers something back in her ear. I've redawned the amulet by now, by the way. Right. Uh, As the name comes to your mind, she Mm -hmm. speaks it aloud. Mm -hmm. Ah, yes. Well, what of it? Do do you not remember the name? It was like a... Uh, I I remember the first half of it. I'm trying to get the second half right. I'm looking at the name right now. It's Steamhouse. Steamhouse, Red Shield Steamhouse, and she had a first name too, right? Yes. Okay. Um, it's prop. It's usually nobles take when they marry into a family. They their former last name becomes their middle name. And yeah. They just tack on uh, mm-hmm. the new last name. Yeah. In any case, um, sort of with my gut, though, I I suspected that. Expect that this message may be secret, perhaps involving. God, there's too many people with the same damn names in this. <laughs> Everyone's freaking related. Isn't it fun? Maybe a secret message from or to this secret witch. Hmm. Might mm, I ask if you what if there is any. If, if you know anything of these Weatherfords? Wendelins. Wendelins. <laughs> they are a small house up in the territory of Rainwood. The barony of Rainwood. Not very noteworthy. I believe the Red Shield sisters, cousins, married into the Steamhouse and Wendelin families before Annabelle performed her dark sorcery that brought her and her family to the prestigious place that they were. I nod. Do you, have you, is, do you know of this party? It's set no. to take place on the full moon. Quite auspicious, if you ask me. Hmm. Thank you for bringing this to our attention. Um, is there any reason I should not investigate this further? I know men of your talents are busy studying indoors all the time. I could send a pair of knights out to investigate instead. Very well. Um, 
Okay. If she's there and they investigate, you're giving up the reward, just so you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. Um, she sees your hesitation. I, yeah, I was, I, um, I would like to see this through, and I haven't been out of Misty Rapids in quite a while. Um, you are more than welcome to send knights, but if I would request that I accompany them. Or, yeah. Hmm. If you do not require assistance, I will leave it to you on your own. However, and I believe you are perhaps the only person I need to clarify this to, there should be no shedding of blood unless absolutely needed. I will have it be known that us wizards are much more proficient at ending conflict without bloodshed than your knights may be. I truly but hope I, so. But I, I will do my best to respect your, requ your request. Um, if you do visit this, please hurry back. If we have not heard from you by three days after the full moon, I will send out my knights to deal with the situation under the assumption that you are dead. <clears throat> Very well then. Is there... Well, I suppose I will be off to Rainwood immediately. Um, is there anything I should know? The full moon is not for two weeks, Carl. Oh, the full moon is not for... Well, it doesn't hurt to be there early. <laughs> Perhaps I will stay, I will spend a few days in Thornwood before heading to the hills. While, while I have you here, there was a robbery at the former Red Shield estate. <clears throat> it seems the personal study of Lady Annabelle Redshield was completely emptied of books. Wasn't, didn't, hold on, there, did, I, did I take her personal, I took, I took all of her books in her study. Yeah, but most study. of that was in the basement. The it good was stuff the was all right. hidden. The good stuff was all hidden. Right. There was, were there books, like the personal books that I took that were visible? No, you only took the books that were in the basement. Yeah, the rest were, wait. Yep. I might have taken, okay. Um, I like look perplexed at this. There. You wouldn't know anything about that, would you? <clears throat> uh, I don't know the truth to you, on, so I can't just outright lie. Um... I'm, I'm afraid I, I'm afraid I don't. I, in fact, I don't even think that I saw a library while I was uh, within, within the manor. We did not see it either at first, but upon closer inspection, there was a hidden basement where she performed her dark arts. I've had Ramdal look the place over. He says a great treasure was probably stored there, a great wealth of knowledge that is gone. 
Perhaps she took it with her when she fled. If the treasure was so great, I can't imagine her leaving it behind. That was our assumption as well. We were hoping you might have had some knowledge as to how she could do this. You are a dimensionalist, Randall tells me. <laughs> he says you might be I, I good chuckle at... when, she, when she says this. Uh, <clears throat> he says you might be good at concealing... Uh, at, uh, you might be knowledgeable in how one could transport so many things without being noticed. Um... Uh, why, um... Some sort of extra-dimensional space, maybe? Yes, of course. I, I, I don't think I had as much of a pause after, um, after chuckling. Like, I was, I was planning to, like, show off. I was just trying to figure out what I actually had in here that would be interesting to show off. Uh, yeah, I was going to show her my deep pockets. Ah. Um, I'm like, well, of... Of course, there is. There are. I mean, we we exist in more than the three or maybe four dimensions you perceive around you all the time. You just have to know how to. Why, perhaps a, a demonstration. And I like stick my my uh, staff like into a pocket, and it just like disappears. <gasps> There's a bit of a gasp from the other people nearby. So you you see the. And I like I like stand up and like start pulling a rope out of another pocket, like 20, unwind twenty five feet of rope out of a pocket. Uh, there's an applause from the audience. He's, it's it is possible to to hide things in these other dimensional pockets, even trans, even use them as shortcuts from one place to another. It is yeah. A fairly rich looking, or at least rich dressed older gentleman, probably in his 70s somewhere, with a big wall receipt mustache, it's kind of huge mm-hmm. around here, comes out to like a big upturned area. His mm-hmm. hair is slicked back, says, now, now, I have a jester who performs similar tricks that are nothing but illusions of the eye. Here, let me show you. And he comes over and uh, tries to stick a hand into your robe pocket to be like, you see, the rope is truly... I... My God! I wish I had a rope trick you memorized as how I think it can only hold 10 I think these are how much can a, yeah, a pocket cannot support a full person I have very deep pockets I say I'm like stepping back and like he takes his arm out of my pocket or yeah. does he like stay attached to no me he like it? sticks it down and like pulls it out as you step back and goes mm-hmm. I've never seen such a thing chills there. the hand <sighs> Yes. Hey, as far as magics are concerned, a simple parlor trick. I can only carry maybe a couple hundred pounds in this way, tucked into various extra-dimensional pockets. Hmm. It would take greater magic for for this witch to, I don't know, hold it away and open it up somewhere else. Or I have heard tell of a of a magic artifact, a bag of holding that can support many hundreds or thousands of pounds in but a single bag or a simple teleportation. And I think I like lose them as I start going off on, like I I was, yeah, super stoked to talk about theory of magic all afternoon, but I don't think the nobles or the 
or the countess will really care to listen. Is uh, Ramdal present or not? Uh, Ramdal is not here. Erica mm-hmm. pipes in saying, he speaks the truth. I have seen with my own eyes a box that when the right words are spoken will unfold into an entire ship. And when another word is spoken, it will fold itself up into a box no larger than a footstool. To which the other nobles go, oh, rah, rah, rah. Ooh, even Georg is inspired by this. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool, I've never heard of that. Okay. Um, so like, is the Countess just, are we just like hanging out? Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, you guys are just hanging out and chatting. It seems like okay. it's, you know, post-meeting, schmoozing and drinking okay. and I'm, Yeah, I'm in no rush. I will hang out for an appropriate amount of time before leaving. I um, guess I will be hanging around. Wait, didn't she, she asked, okay, she just asked about the library. I yeah. tried to play it off and change the subject and uh, she invites you to dine with them this evening. Okay. I guess I got nothing to do. I mean, I'll be killing time in Thornwood, enjoying a nice reprieve from Misty Rabbids. All right. Um, so you guys can kind of just pass some time here. Uh, why don't we take our third and final break? And sure. when we come back, we will see how much you want to skip ahead and when you want to leave, and we'll kind of do all that. So see you guys on the other side of our break. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. No more talk of the California sunshine. No more talk of beautiful weather. Here, actually, we're not in Misty Rapids anymore. No. Thornwood's a little more pleasant, isn't it? Yes. Um, Let's take a look at the map, speaking of these things. Okay. Uh, That's not where you are anymore. There you are. So, you've got time to kill here. Is there anything in particular you would like to do while you kill time? I am researching, well, I don't know, designing this water clock, at least on paper. Um, I think uh, for spell learn, actually, I'd like to chat with Randall. I don't know if we need to role play this out, but I would, I mean, just under the guise of sharing spells. You have the spell books, though. You have all oh, yeah, the I don't spell share, I don't share him that. Oh, I do have the spell books. There's no point even in, in chatting. I'll, I will I will show, like, meet with him at least once. I'll show him Dimension Door. Mm-hmm. And Lemon, where did I get Lemon's Tiny Hat? That was his. I don't show him Lemon's Tiny Hat. <laughs> but I will show him Dimension Door. I, and I don't think he has third level or fourth level spells, so he'll probably likely be impressed by this. Mm-hmm. I'll, like, explain to him how it works and talk to him about Using extra dimensional space, and I mean, I'll show. I mean, yeah, I've got my deep pockets. And... Uh, he oh, tells you about a, a spell he's working on that will turn lead into gold. Uh, I, I will actually. Uh, that's that's freaking cool. Mm-hmm. I Dang, think I'm just a week away. Or the countess know. will be very pleased. I five weeks away, maybe, M- maybe five months away. Uh, it's close now. I've been working on this spell since I was a young boy. And, I, I think it's just within my grasp. Let into gold. It'll, yeah. it'll solve the financial problems of the whole kingdom. Wow. Fascinating. Um, I will tell him with my foyers into researching water breathing, and I'll tell him the, the anecdote of, I, I don't know, learning water breathing to go through the... Oh, actually... 
I don't think I do want to share that. You're not no. going to share it with your wizard friend? Okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure how it would go over. I think I got through like talking about water breathing, and then I get to the. I guess I try to gauge his reaction up to this point. Like if he's piecing two and two together. Yes, water like, breathing. Empathizing me with me. I was like, I, I used it to survive the the uh, Mother Ullman, our priestess's barbaric purification rituals. Literally drowning. She literally drowns people she doesn't like. Oh. Well, I don't know if you are familiar with the reputation Misty Rapids has around here, but we like to say Misty Rapids is one crazy person removed from being cauldron. <laughs> yes, that's the that's every single person that comes in. They don't get a drowning. These ones just get a splash of holy water and a Have you have you ever visited Cauldron? I have not been that far west. Is it If you think Mother Ullman is barbaric <laughs> you should meet the Baron of Cauldron, Baron Steamhouse. I hear he I hear he steams his enemies alive. Boils them, yes. Boils the geyser that is the basis of Cauldron. He has a, a clever crane mechanism, puts people in wooden cages, has them hanging over a, a geyser which erupts every half hour or so and just sits there. There's a tavern built nearby with a, a large deck for people to get a view of the boilings. They're, they're town affairs. Mm, as was my drowning. Mm, well. It might have been a little too impressive. These impressionable peasants. Ah, well. Education is the key to independence. And the uneducated masses will always be swayed easily by on things they do not understand. Speaking of education, has the quality of the library improved since banishing Lady Redshield? I believe um, it came out that she had been stealing books and hiding them away. Yes. How, how goes the said acquisition? Poorly. Really? Well, yes. um, I'm the in... <clears throat> former Lady Redshield was actually the one funding the entire library operation. And with her house dissolved, uh, it looks like the library might be sold off. Oh. Oh my. Well... Better get working on that lead to gold spell. Right. I offer you my sympathy. I dare say it's even harder to find something good to read in Misty Rapids than here in Thornwood. Mm. Well, I, if you figure out this former Lady Redshield issue, maybe you would be uh, a supporter of the arts. <laughs> Twenty thousand in land is quite a profit. Isn't wait, isn't ten thousand the? 10,000 in land is quite the profit. Like there's land that goes along with it? That was new, that's news to me. I don't no, think it's land. It's 10,000 in land. It's not cash. No, it's not cash. It's you get, okay, get a plot of land. Which 10,000 in land equals like 200 and, uh, 2,500 a year in tax revenue from villages. Okay. So. <laughs> I think if Lady Red Shield comes down or goes down, that using that reward to support the artistic endeavors she abandoned would be a fine use of her of the reward money. Uh, to be more specific about the reward money, 
you literally just, you get the villages that she used to own, which is 10 villages, which brings in about... Yeah, that's that's actually news to Georg. I think he had only heard like 10,000 GP reward and assumed that that meant 10,000 gold cash, which would have been way better than land. And is it title or just like, just literally land? You just become a landowner, not a, not a lord. Um, not a landlord, just a... <laughs> You know, if you're a peasant, you'll probably get some sort of title to be in order that you can own the land, because you can't own the land unless you're a knight or a noble. Mm -hmm. um, so th there'll be some, you know, gray area in there. Uh, anywho. Most uh, interesting. We can skip ahead as yeah, far so... as you want. When do you want to skip till? Uh... I would like to ask around what, if I can get a feeling for what the Rainwood is like. If I, if it's a place that I would want to spend a few days before the wedding ad, if it sounds just like a horrible podunk town that I should just show up day of the party, or sorry, not wedding, whatever, whatever party it is. Right. Um, so you can look at the, the maps and estates and figure out where the, the town, uh, this party is. It's not actually held in Rainwood proper. It is an estate in one of the villages outlaying Rainwood. So someone, at some point I speak with someone who tells me where the... Yeah. So if you're looking at the Wait. map, it's Waverly? actually Waverly's? right up here. Wait, is that what the house's name is? Windland. 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 I keep, I am the worst. Okay. Windland. This is roughly where um, the estate is that I'm pinging. Okay. So across the river. Yeah. Um, I there's some decent spells actually in Ramdell's spellbook that I'll probably will be working on. Um, um, One unseen servant or light first. Let's start working on unseen servant. Okay, that's first level spell. Yeah, how many first level? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 12, 13, 14. I have four more first level spell slots before I would start to. Okay. Well, you fail unseen servant in two days. I think that's the first spell failure that I've had. Uh, after that, I'll start learning light. Uh, and I want to leave. So it looks like I can get, like, one Phantom Steed should get me to Rainwood, correct? Um, let me see. Thornwood to Rainwood. Is this to scale? Yeah. So I should be, or at least most of the way. I don't know if I'll ride into town on a Phantom Steed. Right. So if you go along so the river, it is like 20 ish miles. Mm-hmm. Um, so do I have any windy, idea? And there's not a road, so your movement rate gets considerably slowed when there's not a road to follow. And I think it's actually like cut in half if you're going through the wilds. So 20 miles would normally take you two days on foot. You can do it in a day on your on your Phantom Steed. Okay. Um, you want to learn light? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I have time though, because I want to. I want to. Well, I guess it'll take a day to get there. So I'll arrive the day before. Well, you have two weeks, so you've got plenty yeah. of time. Okay. Uh, um, two days pass, and you also fail light. 
Really? Yep. These are the first two spell fails I've had, I think. Um, it's about time. What is... So what's the story with, with Rainwood? It's a small town. Oh, right it's... Now. Like, is the... Do I get any weird rumors like I did about Cauldron about them burning people alive or boiling people alive? Uh, there's no rumors about boiling people alive. And particularly these uh, Waverly's. The house. Not Waverly. Wendelin. <laughs> I refuse to mem- remember these names until I learn to her- get a heraldry proficiency. Uh, so Thornwood. That's oh, not Thornwood. Rainwood is actually a fairly large town. Uh, of the four provinces in Flat in Green County, Thornwood, Cauldron, Misty Rapids, and Rainwood. Rainwood mm-hmm. is the second largest. It has the really? most villages, uh, second most villages after Cauldron, and it has a population equal to Thornwood. It has more villages in its possession than Thornwood does, and is actually nice. the richest of the three baronies. Thornwood, the county, is of course more wealthy, but, um, but it covers more land, right? It's like a, it's like the country, right? Yes. These are like biggest, big farms and estates and yes. whatnot. It's kind of tucked away from all of the things. So there's not a lot of commerce up there, but in terms of just like raw resources, they have a lot at their disposal. That's really interesting. So they, yeah. Uh, There's 52 villages in the Baronies area um, and 4,900 people that live in Rainwood proper. Am I able to get any sort of impression of the of what this event is? Like, do I still have no idea? All I know is that there's something going on on the full moon that Red Shield was invited to. Yep. Like, no one, no one at least. I, I probably would have only talked to, like, the court. And, yeah, probably just uh, uh, Lady Castone, Castilian's court. No, none of them know anything about this. It's not been a publicly announced party. Uh, and none no of them one knows got invitations. anyone that's been invited. Hmm? Okay. Yeah. And none of them got invitations. Nope. But it's uh, not like, unusual for a noble house to like have a party and just invite their friends, you know, a, mm-hmm. or their family. It, parties have does anyone also. does anyone have any? I mean, it's just some small house that none of them had really interacted with. Yeah, the Wendelin house is pretty minor. Uh, they own a little bit of land. Okay. Hmm. I'm thinking, okay, so I'm thinking to just head up to Rainwood, actually, and spend, like, a week there gathering information, but that's what I was trying to gauge, like, who is the lord of Rainwood? Is he likely to accept a wandering wizard into his town, or is that going to be something that's... Well, you are Baron Song's court wizard. You're not just some wandering wizard, so uh, he will accept you. Absolutely. I don't know that I want to announce myself. Well, I guess I... Hmm. We'll see. Like, I don't know that I'll announce myself as such. Okay. Um, uh, but the if... Baroness of Rainwood is in her early 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, she's known to be quite small of stature, but extraordinarily fierce. Feared or fierce? Fierce. Fierce. Yes. Is, I think, it, I'll, sh- I'll shut the door. I think chat was saying it's loud. 
Uh, occasionally, Ryan you hear a car pass. There's a parking lot out there. My lovely parking lot view. Um. Okay. And rain would, it, rain would itself? Did I get any impression? Would I have been able to ask Randall if he likes rain, Rainwood? Mm, he says it <laughs> smells like cows. <laughs> Very well. Yeah, I think after I fail to learn those two spells, I'll probably just plan to hit the road. Like I'm, if nothing comes up in Thornwood in the meantime, I think I will resume travel. Uh, I'll send a letter to Lord Song with a magic mouth. So by letter, I'm, I'm actually, can I buy wax and a, I don't know if I even need a ring. I'll just want like black wax. Sure. Does that even cost anything? Uh, well, kind of your monthly expenses. Okay. All right. Uh, so I will write on a uh, scroll of parchment. Actually, I'll just draw on a scroll of parchment a crude, my best interpretation of the of the sigil of house song of the coiled serpent. Okay. Hopefully, reminding him to say the code word for my magic mouth spell, uh, Copperhead. Right. But he may forget, and he may just have this useless uh, magic mouth paper sitting in his <laughs> sitting in his room. Um, and then the spell will just it'll be me, and I'll be saying. Um, traveling north to Rainwood in pursuit of uh, in pursuit of uh, Red Shield. Oh, I guess I can. How many words do I have? Uh, but he doesn't need to know. Twenty-five words or less. That's twenty-five words or less, right? Heading north to Rainwood in pursuit of Red Shield. Red Shield counts as one word. <laughs> uh, we'll return after full moon. Okay, that's plenty. Uh, that's how many words? That's thirteen. So I could lucky number thirteen. I'll send it as is. It could have been in the complete sentences or in a more conversational tone, but you know what? It's magic. And I seal it up, and I, I seal it with, with a bit of black wax, but I don't put a s sigil into it. Like, I think I just melt it on. Do you need to press it with something? Like, or No, does you it... can just melt it on. It's fine. Okay. The pressing, it just, like, it doesn't decrease. I mean, it's still a perfectly valid seal. It just has no... Right. Because the, the wax is very sticky, so it sticks mm -hmm. to the paper. The pressing just puts an image of it. You don't need to, to stick it to it. Yeah, I was wondering if I needed to use like a dagger blade. Oh, I know what I wanted to do. I want to identify Demon Eye. So at some point in my hotel room, I'll like lock myself in there. I will cast a wizard. Oh no, I won't cast a wizard lock. Oh, do I cast a wizard lock? What <laughs> the bear? The bear cave? <laughs> You're gonna wizard well, so lock them in their cow? <laughs> no, I'll just I'll leave word that I'm not to be disturbed for like 36 hours. Like, and yeah, okay. And I will do my identify. So I purify, stay up all night, purify the dagger and the amulet. Have I, I haven't leveled up since? Nope. The amulet. So it really is just for demon eye. <sighs> Remember Greller? I told him I'd check out his curse for him, and I totally forgot until it was passed on to me. 
Um, so I'll use my last pearl. I probably need to go fetch some wine and an owl feather. <laughs> Unless I have that on. I don't have that written down. So I go buy some wine and an owl feather. Okay, so one thing you notice while you are preparing all of this mm-hmm. uh, is as it gets dark and you're preparing this, you've got the blade, or you've got the, the knife out on the table. Um, I'm sure you are very careful not to... I do not wield said knife. I do not right. equip it. <laughs> right, you're, you're careful never to... I'm aware that it is cursed. Sorry, to, to I probably don't, I probably don't handle it directly. I, pro- right. I probably handle it through cloth or... Whatever. I mean, I have a spell. Hold it with sticks or something. You know. Yeah, that's probably actually what I do. Um, in the process of getting the blade out from the sheath, and as the sun goes down, you notice that the blade has a very dim pulse of red light that is unnoticeable in the daylight, and you can mm-hmm. only tell by the the night that it's pulsing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Do I feel anything from it? No. No. It has a hilt and guard that are colored black and a steel blade that pulses. I would also like to prepare the unicorn horn. I don't know if that counts as a magic item, but if it does, I will try identifying it. Okay, cool. So, um, 36 hours and- The scale, how big is the unicorn horn? I know that's a bit of a tangent, but like I think it does D12 damage. Okay, so it's like the length of a short sword. Yeah, definitely. It does D12 damage when it's strapped to a unicorn's head. So it's right, like a because it's like got a, like a full horse's head of power behind it, which is way yeah. more than a human arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking if it could be could it, it could be turned into a blade, with or at least a decorative blade. I would put a hilt on it and turn it into a fancy. Uh, no, it's kind of, it's like rounded. It would be weird, like, like a, maybe, or a spear. Maybe on a spear, yeah. Uh, so, uh, what is your chance to learn something about these items, and in which order would you like to go? It's ten percent per per level, so seventy percent. And I will. That would be a good use for a soul. I don't think I have a soul though. Nope. No souls. You could go full, get one. Full spell charges. I don't. I'm not. I'm an opportunistic soul harvester. I could get 1,500 souls if I really had a use for them. It's just greedy to get a 10% chance bonus. Yeah, but it's one peasant. Who cares? Uh, I mean, it's mostly metagaming here just from the time. I don't want to waste like 10 minutes walking out and kidnapping some peasant. And I'd rather do other things with my D&D session. That's fair. That's fair. Might be nice to always have one stored, though. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. Hey, I, I'm, I'm improving. At least I have full stats now and a couple of spells tucked away. You're finally high enough level that you're not relying on the amulet to get you through day to day life. <laughs> All right. So, identify. I use my last pearl. All right. So, which do you want to do first? Seventy uh, percent. Let's do demon eye first. Okay, you get a reading from Demon Eye. You get the reading that it is cursed. Whoever wields or wears this item, uh, it is bound to them and will appear in their hands whenever they are in combat, which is a vague notion. 
Hardly sounds a curse. I would like to probe deeper. <laughs> um, okay. You understand that this weapon has a negative impact on your fighting abilities. Oh. Yes. A penalty to hit and damage. Um, is it the only weapon you can use in combat, kind of, or do you just have to have it in your hand? Uh, no, it, it will automatically appear in your primary hand. Okay. When I saw Greller fight, do I like have flashbacks of him always having this in his right hand? I think I remember that, him having it in his right hand while he was using like a bastard sword in his left or something crazy. Uh, maybe you thought he was left-handed. Yeah, or, yeah, I thought that. But instead, he was literally cursed to fight with a demon eye in his right hand while he used God, if I had lifted that curse before the Shimura fight, yeah. I didn't realize this was even happening. So, Huge penalties to attack. Yeah. Yeah. Remove... Curse. Remove curse does not remove the curse. Blah blah blah. It'll allow you to remove the item from you. The curse remains. Mm-hmm. What about a dispel magic? Is that what it takes? Uh, no, it takes a remove curse to be able to rid yourself of the item. But there's no way to just. I mean, there's no way to oh, remove from a dispel. There's no way to, like, remove the curse permanently and make this a useful blade. Like, it's just a useless... I think I mean, so. It's, yeah. Um, I, will, I mean, I've got seven instances. Uh, let's make sure I do... Can I bounce back and forth? Can I do one on the unicorn horn and then come back? Sure. Let's see if I can even get anything from the unicorn horn. Oh, I just want to read the spell magic for a moment. Yeah. Remove spells and spell-like effects from creatures or objects. Disrupts the casting or use of these in an area of effect. Destroys magical potions. I think it just temporarily disables magic items, right? Yeah. This item, this spell renders the item non-operational for D4 rounds. Mm-hmm. Spell magic would be a good spell to have. Yeah. So I guess maybe a dispel magic would also. No, I think for for cursed items, dispel magic doesn't dispel the curse. Um. Anyway, uh, the unicorn horn. You get back a null reading. As in it's not magical? Yeah, as it's yeah. it's not affected by identify. Okay. Not that I failed, as in like it's not relevant. Right. There is magic, though, within a Unicorn's Horn. It says so in the Monster's Manual. Yes, but there I, is I mean, great magic. magic. I mean, it's like fairy magic or some shit. Maybe not under the, under the jurisdiction of my wizardly powers. Yeah, something like that. Uh, what, what next? Um, I'll go back to Demon Eye, I guess, and burn the rest of the spells. But that's because I mean, he's all that I've heard. So I have four more, if whatever properties. If, 
Uh, you get that the blade pulses red uh, in the dark. It's your function other than it just pulses red. Yeah. Pulses That's a red. spell. That is like a deliberate design decision. That shit doesn't happen automatically in 2e. Nope. Nope. You would have had to like invent a spell that causes a blade to pulse red, cast it upon the dagger. I guess it was just part of this. It was probably thing. like a cantrip that they cast on it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess you only do one permanency for the whole magic item, so. Um, and you said 70% chance to learn? Mm-hmm. You fail after that point. Okay. And then I'll wrap it up and proceed to go into a coma for 24 hours. Okay. Uh, um, you wake up on Saturday. The party is in one week. Well, it's the next Saturday, so a week and a day. Yeah. I'll recover myself and prepare to hit the road. Um, is permanency the one that ages you, or permanency is the one that? Or wait, no, it's enchanting an item. Is con. Temper. Really? That's only if you cast it on your. My understanding was that's if you cast it on, or there's a percentage chance if you make an item, versus if you. We did, yeah, this is, a, it is a tangent, and I think we've discussed it before, yeah. so we can... Let's, we'll, yeah, we'll come back to it later. Not, not relevant. Come back to it in another 10 levels or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to prepare to head north to Rainwood. Um, yep. Uh, I have my spells all picked out, I believe. But just to double-check... Uh, reduce, detect magic, color spray, feather fall, burning hands, deep pockets, displace self, magic mouth, uh, which I cast and I will replace with knock. Uh, conceal alignment, link, phantom steed, lightning bolt, lemon's tiny hut, and dimension door. Only one dimension door, that other fourth level spell slot. It's being used for a tiny hut. Or maybe a lightning bolt. One Which one? What's that? Which one is it being used? It, it doesn't matter, right? Oh. I mean, oh, it's I a third level spell slot. If, right, you don't get any benefit to using higher level spell slots like you would right, in right. the edition. Um, and so. at some point during that that day, I'm going to phantom steed up and head east out of Thornwood. Okay, so where are you going today? Um, I think I'm going to make it most of the way to Rainwood. You can make it all the way to Rainwood today. Okay, so I, I'm going to cross the river and then just hug the river, hug the rushing river, mm-hmm. uh, and follow it all the way north to Rainwood. Yes. Let's show everyone what the So I believe there is a there's a bridge crossing, right? As well as I think there is a small trail that. There is a small trail that leads north. I I think I when I first passed, I mean I think I came to a sign that like said Rainwood this way, Thornwood that way. Yes. And I went with Thornwood. Yes. Uh, there is a very small trail. On the far side of the river? I right. Okay. Um, and you take the road. Yeah. Um, it takes you a while to get to Rainwood. You pass many villages and estates once you kind of get out of that big forested area. Mm-hmm. Actually, I should roll for random encounters first. Oh. I love me some random encounters. Uh, you run into none of them, unfortunately. <laughs> And any animals would probably get scared away by my phantom steed. Correct. It would shun me. Um, so I don't know how far I make it. Uh, well, you do ride past the village in which the uh, estate is. 
Oh, I actually, how would I, how do I re- make that connection? Or it was described to me? Uh, when you were poking around, you were shown what the estate, where the village is, and you like pointed it out on a map. And as you ride past, you see like the banners of the. Did Wendelin you say it was somewhere like here? Yeah, right over there. Okay. Uh, you see the banners of the Wendelin family flying from the, the the keep, or the estate there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could ride on to Rainwood. There are many, many villages that you pass. Uh, hmm. They're all kind of podunk towns. You see plenty of poor knights' homes that are, you know, kind of keeps so like fortified houses, really, um, and villages and people. And you get looks and people. What the hell is that riding past here? I never seen a horse like that before. Yeah, um, I don't even hear it make a sound. Right. But eventually, you get to Raywood which is a kind of a a sprawling dung heap. Um, The roads are not paved. They're all dirt. The people are still mostly farmers, even in the town. There's like a nice big section of farmland surrounding the the, the town proper. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. You you couldn't have made that in a day on a regular horse, could you? No. Um, I think that there's that path that goes up by the river but it's kind of a shitty path and so were there like taverns along the way like how would you even travel normally from thornwood to rainwood uh i guess i guess if you pushed a horse you could do it in one day right maybe you need to like send a message or something Hmm. or is it like 27 miles Mm -hmm. um your horse can A a normal horse can go like that's a, like a, like half move. Like twenty seven. I think you'd have to be. I think a riding horse would probably have to be pushed. Yeah, but so you're moving like half rate through the, the woods and everything off your off. Uh, so it, maybe a, a dedicated rider could get there in a day, probably without too much issue. But if you want to be transporting goods along that road, it's going to be a lot slower going, and you're going to want to stop in one of the villages and. Yeah. There's no taverns in the or inns in these villages, so you're gonna be like sleeping on in someone's barn or sleeping under your cart or whatever. It's it's a bitch to travel back and forth, and so there's not actually all that much travel. It usually comes in the forms of like long caravans because the Soggy Hills and Thornwood Forest are dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the the land that I traveled through today? It didn't seem that dangerous. No, it didn't seem dangerous today. Sorry, I'm, I got a package. Give me like five seconds. Yeah. yeah. He didn't mute his mic. We can hear everything, so I'm going to mute his mic for him. So we don't hear Ryan's package delivery, because that would be rude. So, where are we? Yes, we will be getting to Rainwood. Well, I guess we are in Rainwood. And we have a party coming up in a week. Which, well, I'll, I'll hold my tongue. But if you're interested in how these things happen, we plan Dicing with Death on stream uh, all the time. So, Ryan's back. I've unmuted his microphone. Nope, sorry. Was there a lot of confusion? No, I just didn't want people to hear about your package delivery in case you were buying <laughs> dildos again. <laughs> Who knows? An Amazon box. Could be anything inside that package. That's what 
she said. Uh, but yes, you're in Rainwood, and it's all... Yeah. It smells As like clouds. Yeah. Is the weather reasonable? I'm not like... It's not actually raining. No. Rainwood. No. Yeah. Um, I guess I seek out an inn and set up some kind of accommodation for the for the week. Done. Get Done the lay of the land. What are, what's the name of said inn? Or... Right. Um... The inn that you come across, the, the, like the nice looking inn in town, mm-hmm. is. Uh... Jesus Christ, red resistance. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't just don't click, just don't, just, just don't, don't do click. it. Just don't do a chat. Just. Uh, it's called R- Riverview Inn. Riverview. Riverview Inn. Do you not have a no. document made up for Rainwood? Correct. Were you not expecting me to be here? Nope. Well, we're just about done with the hour, so perfect timing. Okay. Um, um, so I'll get a week at the, or whatever, set up. Yeah, tell them that Art Carl's come to town. I actually don't know that I introduced myself yet, but I will buy an in-room. Okay. And the plan is to get the lay of the land and start listening around for rumors. I may pull some sneaky wraith for me things to like get information, maybe some mind reading. Well, that sounds like we should actually explore that properly rather than. Yeah, I mean, I think it. that's. I think that's. Yeah, I think unless, that's probably something any, unless there's anything time. happening in Rainwood when I show up, or I pick up any. If there's anything you'd like to share. Uh, no, there's nothing that you pick up when you first enter. Sounds like Mr. GM needs to prep Rainwood. Uh, yeah. Tune in live. Twitch.tv slash <laughs> We will be doing Dicing with Death planning probably next Tuesday. Uh, I like to plan it the day before, so it's still fresh in my mind. Whatever you, whatever you say. Yeah. Um, so if that's actually going to be it for today... Yeah, I guess we can do experience. Yes. What did we do that was experience worthy today? Um, let's see. Uh, you discovered the truth about Baron Song's death. Yes. That whole thing is worth a chunk of change. Yeah. Oh, and I guess I didn't. I don't know if I should count spell levels. Well. Uh, you did learn two spells. I learned water. Bre- I researched water breathing. Right. And I learned lemon's tiny hut. Um, you get a, a bigger bo- experience bonus for researching spells, I believe. Don't you? I don't know. Consult the DMG. Uh, spells successfully researched. Five hundred experience per spell level. Nice. That's fifteen hundred experience. Hey. Plus 1,500. Um, Water breathing is third level? Yeah. That's 300. It's the other way around, but sure. Like, I learned Lemon's Tiny Hat and researched water breathing. Oh, got it. And... Oh, did that, do I have to pay extra money? I, for? For researching water breathing. I thought you paid it up front. No. I'll buy that. I don't know. I thought we covered it's the- it's a, it's a range and I, it's three hundred to it's one hundred to one thousand per spell level. I don't know what I paid up front. I think you ended up paying up front a big chunk of change. Yeah. Okay. Um. 
And then Let's see. I cast a bunch of spells, but none of them really to overcome foes. Well, you did overcome drowning. Yeah, so I get 150 or whatever for water breathing, casting water breathing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that, that is quite an obstacle. Uh, I'm going to give you, let's see, a good chunk of uh, 500 experience for diffusing that situation with Mother Ullman. And maybe another okay. 250 for your following. You know, another yeah. 500 for the following. The cult. Pretty big deal. Accidental cult. Yeah. Um, did you already give experience for the for discovering the truth about Baron Song? Yeah. Uh, what about the Kel Crystal? Like, is that did you fold that in the same deal? Yeah, it's all the same. Okay. Um, I think that's it. Discovery experience for Rainwood. <laughs> is that a yeah, thing? Yeah, a new location. Let's give you 200 experience. Oh, I, I don't know that I get that experience until you actually have fleshed out a location to to explore. Well, it's all the same. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so, total experience, including 10%, is 4,565. All right. You said 4,565. Yeah. Bringing me to a grand total seventy-eight five one five seventy-eight thousand uh, out of a total of ninety thousand. You're getting a little close. Creeping up on it. Yep. Okay. Uh, so that's it for today's dicing with death. We will see you next week. Same dicing with death time. Same dicing with death place. I think we can plan on next Wednesday. Fantastic. Um, uh, and let's just hope we get all the VODs out before next week, because I think the YouTube is a week behind, because our mod who's cutting VODs has been busy and didn't get to cut all the Dyson with Death VODs. <laughs> um, so Maya might actually have to do that manually. Uh, problems. Um, cool. So... That's it, Ryan. Any shout-outs? Any things that you need to inform the world about? Thank you for watching, and don't gaze into the abyss until you're ready. Leave that to your quote later. Uh, if you guys want to stick around after this, we will be doing something related to Dungeons & Dragons, or we will be playing Attila Total War. Uh, but that's that. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.